A seal warns of a deadly fate. Give up your children, separate. Find your time, lie in wait. Sonic Underground. Sonic Underground. They made a vow, their mother will be found. Let children grow, learn what's right. Leaders of the freedom fight. They seek their mother, she knows they do. Is it time? Is she only? But I have to wait To act too soon could seal their fate They made a vow Their mother will be found Sonic Underground Sucking on chili dogs Outside the tasty oh, freeze yes. mm, mm. A, um, a food that looks so good in movies So just... beautiful So cinematic When he's mm. sucking on chili dogs <laughs> Outside yeah, the tasty uh... freeze God, yeah, like out of all the out of all the foods that look better on a menu than they do uh, in real life, I think chili dog might be the Lord King and God, right? Chili, chili dog is tantamount among the looks better than it experiences. Absolutely, yeah. and it's like it's a fucking Sonic is always one handing those bad boys. I can't speak to either Impossible. of y'all's experience. No, it's not just that he one hands it. He eats them without, like, foil or napkin. There's no buffer. There's a nothing to catch the drippings. Loose. <laughs> and he <laughs> eats them. Loose chili And eats them with white gloves. An undiapered chili dog with white gloves, and he yeah. can house the... That is the true magic of the Sonic universe. When they're when in this film, they're discussing the most powerful uh, uh, power in the universe. That is honestly whatever force keeps Sonic's Chicago-style chili dog adhered to the proper dog. Is it safe to say that uh, out of all the styles a food can be, Chicago-style is the most gross? <laughs> doesn't matter the type of food. It doesn't like Chicago-style pizza is uh, very gross as in, like, sloppy. E um, oh, I see. Oh, sloppiest, yes. Chicago-style yes. is always the sloppiest way, the sloppiest version of something. And you're like, how could Chicago-style ice cream possibly be sloppy? And you get it, and you're like, this is sloppy! This is sloppy! What is Chicago-style ice cream? I don't know, I made it up. But, like, Chicago-style... Oh, Chicago style coffee. Chicago style ice cream is like melty, drippy. It's just melted. <laughs> it's like it's half it's melted. It's serve. It used I to be was... a banana split, but now it's a melted banana split that they serve you in a cup. When I was in the Philippines, I was stoked to find that the local little like convenience store had Cornettos. Oh, great. And I was like, I love the Cornetto trilogy. I have to try these. And uh, the problem was, whenever I was in the Philippines, it was 100 degrees, 100 degree, like, humidity. Uh -huh. So the instant I opened this Cornetto, it was it's pure done. liquid. It was it game was Chicago. over. <laughs> Absolutely. You were, you were doing a risque uh, Maxim photo shoot all of a sudden where there was, yes. like, where there was white, like you, were, like, you were promoting the most recent season of Gossip Girl. And there was all this, like, melted ice cream all over your hand. You like put yes. it up to your mouth. And the ice yeah. cream was just uh, wait, phallic enough. It was Gotham Chicago Girl about stone. high schoolers? Well, yeah, but matter. them actors ain't in high school, baby. 
I, I mean, I, I am in fact recalling a very specific. Hold on, let me play lively. I said, uh, and just to clarify, I said, Justin said, aren't the cast of Ga- Gossip Girl in high school? And I said, I meant, it doesn't uh, matter. Characters. The characters uh, are. I said, in it high doesn't school. matter. I meant. <laughs> Age uh, is just I, a number, baby. <laughs> I meant how uh, Hollywood sexualizes. Yes, uh, it's a problem. Uh, yes. I was being a sarcastic yeah. asshole whenever I said it don't matter. I don't want to get canceled. Folks. It doesn't matter to Hollywood, unfortunately. It doesn't matter to Hollywood. Yeah. I was uh, uh, referencing a very specific photo shoot that came out when I was in high school, and I am now uh, going to pollute uh, our Skype chat by sharing with you the gift Uh-oh. that is. The Blake Lively Leighton Meester ice cream photo shoot. And when I typed in Blake Lively and then L, auto filled uh, Leighton Meester photo shoot. This is of a. Of course. This is a profound uh, photo shoot. Uh huh. You can't. You uh, can't no. do that, Hollywood. Yeah, you can. You can't. I mean, no. No one stopped them. There they are. You can see it. No, they can do it. Yeah. They. They can and they did and they have and they should and they must and they will. Hollywood can, yeah. should, must and will cover young actors in ice cream. I, it's like that fucking um that fucking Burger King ad where it was it showed like the woman had like stitches on the sides of her mouth for like the extra extra large oh, whopper. Christ, oh, no! Gross. Oh my god! They gave her like a. Like a what the fuck is that splice mouth or something? Glasgow like. smile. Splice <laughs> mouth. They gave her uh, yeah the Glasgow necktie so she could no, eat no, a no, burger. No, 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 no. What happened is the burger Jokerfied her. No, she got Jokerfied. Oh, the like the plot of it. Tim Burton's Batman. No. You want to know how I got all these scars? The Whopper Deluxe was released, and you want to know uh, how I ruined all my white pants. <laughs> The Whopper Deluxe. uh, My wife... Why do you think I switched to purple? Why do you think I switched? My my wife, uh, she uh, is a... uh, What's it? uh, Hard Rock Cafe collector. Um, It's always a thing whenever we go anywhere new, if they have a Hard Rock Cafe, that's where she wants to go. And she wants to get a pin. Um, And the Hard Rock Cafe traditionally plays music videos. And I remember being... Very disturbed 10 years or so after it came out. I did not, did not see it whenever it happened live. But there, they played the Hard Rock Cafe a couple years ago, played a music video for Hillary and Haley Duff singing uh, Our Lips Are Sealed. Uh-huh. And it was very much shot in the same vein as this Blake Lively, Leighton Meester Maxim photo shoot. Uh, and it was really gross because they are sisters. Siblings. And they are underage. <laughs> Uh, really, really gross. Yeah, don't get like it, it out of there. Get it out of here. I don't like it. Very yeah. normal. Yeah, and, and very honestly, regular. Very no- normal country. And um, mm-hmm. what, what, like, and and honestly, thank, thank God you brought up the Hard Rock Cafe because the <laughs> theme restaurants and Sonic the Hedgehog had like the exact mm. same window of omnipresence. Do you know what I mean? And Sonic is still obviously popular. And theme restaurants still obviously exist. However, their heyday 
was yeah. a simultaneous event, a, 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 a lunar eclipse. Like, it was just yes. this oh, moment yeah, no. in time. The, the Rainforest Cafe is but a distant memory. Rainforest Cafe, Planet Hollywood. Planet Hollywood. Steven Spielberg's uh, submarine restaurant uh-huh. that he had. All, all of those was like, it was um, the same uh, brief a candle in the wind you know like it was just this it's this it's this slight moment where like you could gen where genesis did what nintendo didn't and yeah. you could go over to planet hollywood and see the cane from citizen kane i think well, although thing... we are in a renaissance with the rise of the pop-ups yeah no that's true well and, and yes sonic and is back in no. theaters so coincidence the the pop-ups though are from the the handful of pop-ups that I've experienced and I've heard of I've listened to a handful of doughboys talking about like where they Ghost talk about kitchens. pop-up restaurants it seems as though uh the pop-ups are kind of what Sonic is now where like they're never done as big or as good as a rainforest cafe as a planet hollywood but with the same prices Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but with a substantially a, smaller budget. <laughs> you can go to a movies and, like, they'll paint the walls to look like movies, but it's not going to feel like movies in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back or in Clerks 2. It's going to be, you know, and it's going to be, uh, uh, the, the food will taste like Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, uh, but it won't be the same. Yeah. Planet Hollywood had some decent food. It's fine. Yeah. Movies, fine. it's going to feel like movies in Jay and Silent Bob reboot. You know, like that is that is the level of yeah. movies that are currently popping yeah. up across across this great nation. Um, and, you know, there's, you know, you can go you can go sit at the Friends Cafe. There was a French Dispatch one that I didn't get to go to. Um, well, that's fun. Like the, the little, like, revolutionary French student cafe from the French Dispatch. Um, that that's magical fun. little cafe. It was fun. I just, I didn't, I, di- I was busy the, that weekend that it was up, and I, I wish I could have gone. Uh, because there's I a, uh, there's a pop-up movie. company in Chicago that keeps doing very successful pop-ups. Like, they did a Rick and Morty one. They did a Saved by the Bell one. Um, and they're all extremely popular, but they're all extremely short-lived because they never get the rights to do them. <laughs> mm. they, they, as soon as they get that cease and desist, and they're like, "All right, pull it down, pull it." I'm sorry, Chicago, pull it down, boys, pull it down. We can't, we can't keep doing this. All right, we gotta and fucking pull it down. We can't that. keep Rickin' and Morty, and we gotta shut it down. We and gotta make shut sure it to down. pull it down real uh, Chicago style. Get real sloppy with get it. Get real sloppy. It do, not, do not neatly pile these pallets. All right, I need you to block the full sidewalk. Okay, we gotta make a full mess of this fucking thing. All right, hey, shut down We've the your real pretty face. Is going to hell pop up. All right, we got to shut that down. All right, get rid of the moral oral theme restaurant. All right, shut it down. Shut it down. We got to pack it up. Real sloppy. We got to do it quick before it turns negative 40 degrees and fall. We got to. Where we have to outrun the ice wall like in day after tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta run from the cold. We gotta run from, we gotta run from the cold, like a day after tomorrow. I just, oh, I only hope hall, we don't, we don't have the, a moonfall type situation where we gotta outrun gravity. That's gonna suck. The, the hallway behind us is freezing as we travel down it. We gotta run away from the cold. We gotta run away from the moon. Oh my God, it's <laughs> gravity. Ah, oh, gee whiz. Just another Chicago winner. Hey, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, aliens, ice storms, the moon falling away. Only in Chicago. Only there's in Chicago. An, uh, the mistake by the Malake. There's uh, was I get I get the people confused all the time. Who was the guy in Day After Tomorrow? Was that Kevin Costner? It's Gyllenhaal, and I want to say Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. I that's think, right. Yeah, Dennis I think Quaid. it's Dennis Quaid. I want to uh, say the Quaidster. Uh, Dennis Quaid, one of his early film roles, I think it was Dennis Quaid, um, was Caveman with Ringo Starr, uh, which is an interesting movie. And Jake Gyllenhaal makes a joke in Day After Tomorrow. It's like, you should know you survived the first Ice Age. There's a caveman joke in Day After Tomorrow. A joke that works better if the audience has seen caveman starring right Ringo right Star. all two of them he played yep. lard and one in of them caveman. is Vern Tooley. Yep. in 1981 he played lard yes with uh ringo and with john matuzak who played sloth from goonies and shelly long <laughs> shelly long shelly long i forgot about thank that you, and isn't barbara you. bach in that film as well mm. Ringo's second wife? She might be somewhere on here, but I'm not seeing her. Maybe it's, yes, Shelly Long. Caveman, what a movie. What a a, a picture. It is available on Tubi, so you can catch it there. It's got really cool, uh, like, Ray Harryhausen-style stop-motion special effects. uh, But, uh, you know, it's not a great movie. (laughs) Uh He was in uh, Gorp, the film adaptation of the trail mix you bring when you go to scout camp. He's oh, in an adaptation. Very cool. Of Gorp. <laughs> there's a uh, there's bonus features. So appetizing. Just let me eat a handful of Gorp. You know, let me eat some Gorp. What's it? All right, Gorp recipe. What's what's the official? Granola raisins. Gorp is a food that is way drier than peanuts. it sounds. Like yeah, Gorp, Gorp was made Gorp to be sounds eaten like in Chicago. Gorp sounds Chicago sloppy, exactly. Yeah, but, uh, it's a yeah, granola, raisins, oats, and peanuts. Correct, Gorp. Generally, I see. Uh, I uh, the official definition uh, oh. is a loose mixture of dried fruit, nuts salt and sometimes other ingredients so it's it's okay. a standard style trail mix um i like it with m&ms m&ms are a classic addition i see some cheerios in this sample picture that's not a bad idea interesting well, that's uh, fun see some almonds uh, some cashews that's a high quality nut. i i briefly worked at an rei and uh i hated it bad job but one of the good things that came from that was learning about uh, Stroop waffles, and Stroop waffles uh, are an excellent way to beef up your s'more game. Making a s'more with a Stroop waffle—that's uh, a good that fucking is, idea. That's a, that's a good shit. Um, that's a, oh, that's decadence. That's the best thing to come out of that union busting REI. <laughs> that's right. Wait, what union did REI try to bust? Oh, uh, they tried. The uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin's neighborhood, kind of, maybe, uh, the hey. REI store in Soho is hey. the first REI store to unionize. And REI has been trying to bust unions for a long time. There's been a lot of murmurs uh, in the Seattle uh, store about unionizing because uh, REI management does not treat their employees very well. Uh, and uh, there's a, a, a fun little thing where, like, Every year they do this like conference where they send all of the best REI employees to the big store. And there's uh, a guy who wears a Sasquatch costume to protect his uh, 
identity, and he hands out uh, information about unions and how uh, good they are, and REI uh, always tries to uh, squash that, and it's, uh, it's a they very... Try squash, they try to squash the squash? They try to squash the squash? They try to squash yeah. the squ- squash, and it does not work. Uh, also, while we're talking about weird workplace culture, uh, Let's do it. if you guys are interested in uh, green vest memes on Instagram, it's a uh, it's an account ran by an REI person that is not from REI, and it's just like this secret little <laughs> and they make jokes about unionizing all the time and rei yeah. goes wipes the sweat off their brow it's, <gasps> uh, it's a fascinating world uh, not a pleasant world to be in but a fascinating world <laughs> a fascinating one indeed and obviously we are very excited on this uh brand new episode of both uh hedgepod and movies oh yes. for <laughs> babies the ultimate collab the ultimate we're finally doing that that mixtape that crossover that that uh uh, 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 we're we're merging our two worlds because this. Uh, if you're a movies for two babies diehard, one family. Yeah, yeah we're, if you, we're completing the loop. We're, we're completing the, the loop we're because gonna... yeah, the finale of the original Sonic the Hedgepod uh, ended up becoming the first unofficial episode of what would be known as Movies for Babies. Right uh, now, there is an older version of myself in front of me. I have to assassinate him because we are and, closing the loop. And take his gold, but don't yes. joke. Don't joke, or uh, they'll find your young body and they'll start cutting pieces off and you'll start falling apart in real time. Mm. Scary, scary scene. Yes, and I... I've got a prosthetic nose on right now to make myself look a little bit more like the actors playing the old version of me. Uh, it's not distracting. Uh, well, Vern, who would you cast to be your older self? That's a great question. That is a good question. I want you guys to answer the same question. I feel like if I'm going to be casting an older version of myself, um, probably going to be a... Um, guys, help me out. The Love it. Uh, the guy that was uh, in the comedy troupe with Childish Gambino. Uh, uh, DC is... Pearson? DC Pearson, I, I think, would be bad. the He's not the older. that much older, but yeah, but you know, it's, it's a, it could work. It could work like in the Dexter's Lab movie where there's like three Dexters. He could yes. be a good middle Dexter for you yes. and I don't know, Robbie Coltrane or something. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, that's a good one. I, you know, my whole life, I actually pitched this once for Doom to You Season 2, um, where, because I spent my entire young life, and it's probably just because of the hair, being told I look like Luke Skywalker. Oh, yes, yes. So I think my looper should be played by present-day Mark Hamill. Um, okay, would be, would that's be my good. Pitch. That's good casting. Thank you. Uh, hey, Justin, thanks. you? I think uh, Danny McBride would make Love a that. very funny Ooh. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. God damn it! Like I, I would love to see Danny McBride play a Jewish man. Yeah, I think like yo motherfucker. If this was a Hollywood shalom. production, if this was a Hollywood production and it isn't, but if it were, I feel like Hollywood would try to pull for Jack Black to play you, Justin. But I think that's a, that's Danny a good McBride one too. is. Uh, I think Danny I know, McBride I, is. I, a, I, Danny, I go. Um, Jack Black would be probably more correct, but I, I, I'd want to see what Danny would do with it. Yeah, sure. same. Absolutely. Same. Absolutely. No, that's good. 
Um, that's 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 excellent. I think we've done a great job uh, casting ourselves in this episode, uh, where we are here to talk about the new major motion picture, yes. Sonic Two and Knuckles. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, movies are back. The cinema is back. back, baby. Uh, remember I... to take this movie and shove it into the movie you bought previously, because they couldn't finish it on time. Yes. Uh, can I say? There was this, um, I don't know if you guys shared the same thing. Uh, probably not for you, Kevin, because um, your world in New York seems to be a little bit safer. Uh, uh, the people in charge seem to be taking this like very real thing, which is the pandemic, like more seriously. More seriously, um, yeah. So maybe you didn't have this, but one of the things that I was very stricken with very early on, before I even sat down in the auditorium to watch this movie, was this, um, I don't know, bitter sweetness? I don't know what it was. This, uh, for the longest time, the first Sonic the Hedgehog was the last movie I saw in theaters. And uh, this week, I've seen three movies in theaters, and the first of those was Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And it, yeah. I, it was, I was in a weird place emotionally, thinking, like, we're back to where we started. Um, yeah. In the sense of, like, are we closing a are we closing a loop or are we just uh you know just ignoring it or you know i don't know it's yeah. a very weird place to be in did yeah. you guys it's have anything like that again it's happening again <laughs> it yes the giant was there. again i had a similar experience i go to the movies about once a week uh these mm. days i'm there all the time but you're right that like sonic 1 was basically the last major movie that came out pre-pandemic it came out in like mid-february 2020 and so like birds of prey came out a little later but you know it was shut down pretty quick at that point and like uh you know things like the hunt were kind of like hastily shoved out before the pandemic or whatever um but it was kind of interesting to sit there and be like we've been in this so long we're getting our second sonic movie of the pandemic like our second, they were like, able to majorly produced Sonic film. Yeah, uh, they were able to do another one of these. How long we've been in this? Mm -hmm. This Sonic movie had like a COVID unit working on it. Like, it was credited in the movie, uh, and that was not something that the first Sonic had. And it was just this. Uh, I don't know. It was uh, made me a little emotional. I don't know. It was felt weird. It felt very weird. Let's talk, uh, uh, since we're kind of on it, let's talk briefly about our, our individual screening experiences mm, of this yes, film. Yes, 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 yes. I went last night. I went with my uh, New York friend, who's also named Kevin, a good friend of mine, my best movie-going buddy here Two in New Kevins. York. Two Kevins. Two Kevins. We once did a comedy show called Two Kevins. And, uh, yeah, so I went with him. I was a little bit uh, kind of high, and I think that did mm -hmm. help a little bit. Just, like, I was in a good mood. I got off work early that day. I got in a nice long workout. I had had some tasty grub. You know, so I was in, like, a good place going into this movie, seeing a movie with my friend that I hadn't seen in a long time. Um, and so I was I was in a decent place at the AMC 19th Street uh, here in uh, sunny New York City. Uh, Justin, your experience. Um, <laughs> I had the reverse. Uh, it was... <laughs> pouring raining uh the okay. day i uh saw it i had uh, just visited a family member in the hospital <laughs> <laughs> i had a very long day at work 
And uh, I, uh, I, 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 what I will say is, um, boy, a sure lot of Indo-Pakistani gambling commercials kept interfering <laughs> with my viewing experience. I will phrase it like that. Wow. Wowie. Okay. <laughs> and uh, for the record, that uh, ga- that um uh, that digital gambling company is under criminal investigation. What? Currently, a, a digital gambling oh. company under criminal investigation. What, 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 what the fuck are you telling me? Oh my goodness. What is this? Um, Online gambling went bad for somebody. That's what a that's mean? a strange. Uh, I know someone in real life. Uh, I won't say their name. Um, they were they were super into online gambling, uh, and they had a lot of money put into their online account. And then that uh, website uh, went under investigation, and they were not able to pull their money out. And uh, wow. they were broke for a long time, and now they are a Q person, uh, which is a huge bummer. Um, uh, online I gambling. Mean, uh, who among us hasn't line? been radicalized by uh, digital gambling? Gone. Yeah, from. I mean, honestly. Absolutely. Um, I, uh, I I guess I was the Ivasaur of your experiences. Um, <laughs> I went to a theater. It was snowing. Um, uh, my life has been uh, an upheaval. Things are going like uh, I'm. This is an emotional time. Um, uh, it was cold. I got to the theater later than I wanted to. I went on a Tuesday. Um, I went later than I wanted to. Meaning I went after school hours. So there was a lot of young people in the audience. Um, luckily, it was a nice theater. I'd never been to this theater before. Um, I was. Uh, it was a theater auditorium that was designed so that like, if you are a front row Joe, that's comfortable. Um, oh, so I was nice. able to kind of front row Joe. Uh, and I like being a front row Joe at a theater. I like, uh, I like the the frame of the movie taking up my entire line of vision and being immersed in the movie uh and it was also great because all the little children were behind me um uh um, yeah we had some little children in my screening they were they were chatty they were chatty kathy's but like if you go to a kid's movie kids are gonna talk you know if you go to a kid's movie while kids are awake the, the children are going to talk. You can't get mad. Yes. And it was interesting, like, gauging their reactions to things. You know, I was yes. like, because the first que- the question we had last time was, like, it, how does this play for kids? Like, how does this play oh, for, yeah, like, actual point. children? And so this time I actually got to experience it with, last, if I remember Sonic 1, my Sonic 1 experience correctly, and there is audio evidence of it. I, there, there was like barely any children at my midday screening and they weren't reacting to anything. So this Friday evening screening was much more informative, I think. You know, yeah, I, uh, it's been, it's been a while and I don't really remember it. I'm not listening back to that episode, but I do remember seeing the first Sonic. Uh, it was myself. It was my wife. It was maybe two other families, but they were like, yeah around our age and i think it was um i went to the last aew dynamite show before they like shut down due to the pandemic and like filmed a year and a half's worth and just like the same location i was the last live show for a long time and that last live aew show in salt lake city was like 
very sparsely attended. And I think it was like the it was during that live show that like the NBA announced that they were shutting down. Uh And so I think I caught that first Sonic the Hedgehog movie in that same window where we're like, oh, this isn't the bird flu. This is this is a real thing. You know what I mean? And so like. I think myself and my wife and like those two other handfuls of folks were just like the last uh, people to get the memo. Like, oh, this yeah. is a real deal. It was like, like right after uh, it was. It was just post Hanks Wilson, right? Like it was just post yeah. post Hanks Wilson. Um, yeah, we as absolutely. a society, whenever whenever Hank. Whenever Hanks got it, we're like, "Oh, this is serious." Oh, okay. Oh, it's fucked up. It's coming after. It's coming after Tom Hanks. Yeah. Even even Tom Hanks uh, cannot cannot survive this. Uh, but we're we're about to dive into this movie. But first, I want to do a little segment. Um, and and oh. uh, and and Justin, all I ask from you in this segment is complete silence. Okay. I just ask for your complete undivided silence. Okay. Thank you. Um, Vern, I have sent you a document. Do you have said? I have document? the document. Okay. I have it at the ready. All right, excellent. Uh, any questions about this document uh, before uh, we begin said document? No, I, I I read your your email. I think uh, I think I've okay. I got the scoop. Okay, great, 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 great. Uh, perfect. <clears throat> Bellstar Playhouse, in conjunction with Darlene International, presents a reading of one of the finest pieces of American film criticism, Justin Germeroff's live reactions to Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Some liberties have been taken with the source material, moving our story to the high seas. I'm sorry, fellas, but pouring rain and a grandfatherly visit got me putting ticket money to dinner drinks, so I'm pirating tonight. Arr, 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 arr. The Paramount rings are still ugly. Are the chickens a grounder and scratch reference? <laughs> a reference we all understand. <laughs> Is Seattle Aerials the only stock footage they had before shooting in Atlanta? Opening on a bank robbery with bad quipping. Cook is making movies again. (laughs) I recognize some of Seattle. I think that may be legit. This movie feels like it was made by a sunburnt 55-year-old with ear gauges. (laughs) Ah, never mind. It be tasteful studs. Burns right. It's nice the cast got a vacation. I'm gonna need an oil painting of tails emerging from the cop car. I ironically love Stone and wish him the best in all of his endeavors. Let's polish this. Burr. Hold on. Hold on. Sorry, I'm polishing the deck furniture on this sinking ship. Hold on. <laughs> Polishing the brass. Uh, perfect. Thank you, uh, Stephen uh, Colbert, for joining me on that. Uh, oh, th- thank you, thank you, thank you. Bravo! Um, now, Justin, I have <laughs> s- <laughs> I have sent you a document. Justin, yes, do you yes, have this? Yes, I've yes. opened my yes. vanilla envelope labeled Top Secret. Yes. And I've, I've, I've taken it out because it is for uh, ears only, the when, ears of the audience. When Kevin sent me Justin's document, I had hoped and prayed. <laughs> oh, yes. Perfect, perfect, perfect. 
Uh, great. <clears throat> Bell Star Playhouse proudly presents an adaptation of one of the finest pieces of American film criticism, <laughs> Vern Tooley's live reactions to Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Some liberties have been taken with the original source material. In the interest of dramatic interpretation, the dual roles of Vern Tooley will be played by two Richard Nixons. Specifically... <laughs> Specifically, Philip Baker Hall in the Robert Altman film, Secret Honor. Thank you. Three-roll is montage of famous movies. Look up to see Trinity doing the bullet time kick. Worth it for this? Movie starts? No! Fuck the shit! God damn it! No! No! This couldn't be Seattle. There's no homeless people. Sonic, Sonic is fast. He, he, he can be fast out of this predicament. I'm so mad. They're trying so hard to make this a real movie. They fixed his face. <laughs> they made him look like they would if they had more time. Man, Sonic drawing spotting. <laughs> Genesis Sonic would have cooked this Sonic. <laughs> experience like this crushes one's spirit. James Marsden? James Marsden got a tropical vacation on this. And I, I'm happy for him. I'm numb to it now. Never mind Sonic! No, wait. Uh, <laughs> line? Uh, never mind! Robotnik floss dance! Oh. My. God. They did a James Brown music coup joke, but without the rights to it. Stairway to Heaven sequence in Wayne's World. <laughs> this movie just turns into a 2000s winning comedy. Enter Robert McNamara. <clears throat> Mr. President, you're doing the Lord's work. I'm not going to spoil anything, but you boys are smart and can decipher this. They do the thing. <laughs> Mid-credits. They do the thing. <laughs> The grim visage of Shadow the Hedgehog fades in, bathing the scene in his image. I knew you were smart. <laughs> I'm... I'm hogging off tonight, Mr. President. <laughs> Good luck, man. I think it's better than the first one. But it's in the same way that getting stabbed in the leg <laughs> is better than getting stabbed <laughs> in the stomach. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> oh my god. Thank you. Wow. Fuck em! Fuck em! Wow. Fuck, fuck em, fuck em. There is a, an element of like, there was an element of my watching the movie, like whenever I realized that it was going to be the Sonic movie that I feared it was, where it was just like, like that footage, like that picture of like the war room looking at Osama bin Laden being assassinated. <laughs> feel, so you were right to film that like presidentially. That, did, yeah, that feels exactly. right. Like Secret like, Honor. Which well, what's for, interesting is that, Vern, yeah. our comments did kind of fade out around the same, the same time. time. Which I is amazing. That. Which is fascinating, fascinating, fascinating. That both of you, Vern in a theater, Justin at, on the comfort of his own home, both stopped reacting to the film around the same time which i found yeah interesting um so let's we're now Was, we're, we're we're high on the hog so it's about time we rush into it i say we just we we start covering this major motion picture 
I, I gotta know though, and you, I guess you can you can share this when we get there. Kevin, mm-hmm. is that did you have a fall off point? If you did have a fall off point, was it the same point where Justin and I did? It's hard for me to tell exactly where both of you fell off. It seems pretty quick. I would say if I had been live tweeting it, my my or I'm sorry, live live reacting to it to the both of you. I think mine would have gone on a little longer because I know the point where I would have stopped. Um, okay. Commenting on this film, where like after that point, there really wasn't anything else I I enjoyed. Um, okay. But I that could be different. I will say, I certainly enjoyed this film better than the first one. Yeah. I I uh, the the first film in in my eyes was just like really droll. This movie, to its credit, did get a fairly decent number of laughs out of me at certain points. Mm-hmm. There were there it's were some weird. Of the, it's a weirdly funny movie. There's it has some of the worst reference humor you'll ever oh. ever come all, across. All, all the timely references, like yeah. uh, the day the earth stood still. Or I was thinking Rhonda Burns the Secret uh-huh. Biscuit. Well of they course. they did the they did the secret reference because they knew that's um that was uh Kurtzman putting the line half in the bag in Star Trek Picard season two. Like they knew that Puffin was ending, that we would be watching this. They did of that course. for us at Rhonda they Burns. Did that for us. Alex Kurtz Kurtzman, you're welcome on the show anytime. We're always there for a fan. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. As Lord knows, we don't account for good taste. No, absolutely not. I've never claimed to account for good taste. Although I will say, bafflingly, the reference to the secret, Robotnik specifically says, "Have you ever seen the secret?" Which implies that he is referencing the film adaptation of the secret. He is mm. not even talking about the incredibly popular book he is talking about the film that barely exists mm, which gotcha. is worth, which is worth saying in my eyes which is worth noting you know uh there was two points maybe whenever we get to them I'll, I'll bring up the two points that i was like i laughed out loud and i was surprised that i laughed at it uh-huh. um i do think that like this is like i feel like this is like the the sonic the hedgehog twitter feed of the sonic movie or it's just kind of like whatever is popular, but we're also going to throw out the the weirdo jokes for the weird Sonic fans, like the meme yeah. Sonic drawing. Yeah. Um, one of the things I thought is just like it sh- it it shouldn't have it, they shouldn't have needed this because they should have known this from the get go. But I will I think that like that fan outcry to how Sonic looked in that first trailer that was millions and millions of dollars of free market research for the next Sonic movie. Totally. And they Absolutely. every single bit of that because like this movie, it's got the dumb references. It's got, you know, but it's like, there's a, like a ton of Sonic stuff in it. It feels like they're like, okay, we know that, that the Sonic fan base is more devout than we thought. Like, mm-hmm. let's, yeah. Like, there's a production design joke where someone holds up the manual for a robot and it looks like a Sega Genesis manual. Yeah. Like, uh, they they really lean into it. And I I appreciate that. There is a production design reference to uh, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. (laughs) Precisely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, Um, There are. And I I applaud the film for that. Sure. They don't call him Robotnik in the movie. 
They call him Eggman, and they don't address it. They just say Eggman's back. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, There were some moments in this, because I I have not seen the original Sonic film since the theater, so there were some moments where I'm like, I forget how exactly this ended or works. You know, I don't don't remember, Uh, but it doesn't matter. Honestly, yeah, like, whenever I was watching this, I was, I, I didn't realize, like, how much I of the original Sonic movie I either forgot or repressed. I forgot that like he <laughs> yeah. had like a, a a partner who is Robotnik had a partner who was in love with him. I forgot all about I, it's, Oh, it's, I will never forget about the dumb sub relationship of Doctor Robotnik and, and yeah, Agent Stone. Yeah, no, I Stone Stone deserved better. Yeah, <laughs> but if he's I forgot happy, all about. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, if Stone's happy with Robotnik, then who are we to stop him? That's all I'm saying. Like, if that if that That's is true. what he wants, if he's if he's turned on, if he's in the relationship, who am I to stop uh, former yeah. Agent Stone uh, from mm-hmm. from doing what he's doing? That's all I'm saying. That's I, all I'm saying. Yeah, no. the The one moment that really did make me laugh was seeing Stone's perfect uh, foam art. <laughs> that was good. That was a good yes. job. Okay, of Robotnik. I was playing I, that song by. Uh, uh, it's playing that song by Ravi Shankar's daughter. Uh, yeah. What is that song that like um, hearts drenched in wine? It's oh, no, it's a song where, as an I artist, I would be call. like, oh, I don't know how I feel about my music. Yeah. Being. Oh, it's in the Sonic movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a few times like that where they put like real music in this movie. Yeah, there's like there when they drop the like Pantera needle drop. It's like I I wanted to, I want to like look around at a screening and point to all like the metal dads who were there and be like. You're old now. This is how this is how far we are from what you thought was hardcore. It's in the yeah. Sonic movie. Uh, yeah. Time comes for us all. Uh, it's like when they started using Mike Myers characters to try and sell me like Uber Eats or General Motors. I'm like, mm. I am the yeah. target demographic for advertising now. You remember that time the Super Bowl happened and they had Dr. Evil uh, as the face of like GM say that he was going to donate a million dollars to like uh climate you know like for helping the climate right because and yeah in, because uh, even because of course super villains care about the environment no 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 but like the, the the joke is in the original austin yes. powers which was made in 1997 the joke was that a million dollars is a comically small amount of money <laughs> if you remember the context of Austin Powers International Man of Mystery (laughs) it is a comically small amount of money anyway it's funny Uh, reference memes Um, so I will say again (laughs) this movie maybe it was because I was high I was in a good mood I the first half of this movie I laughed a lot more than I thought and there were still mm-hmm. I thought I would like honestly like from moment w- if you want to make me laugh when I'm sitting down to watch a Sonic the Hedgehog movie immediately following the Paramount logo just putting up giant text that says the mushroom planet killed <laughs> like zero sec like after the Sega logo with their like epic Sega reimagining of the theme and then it's oh, just like yeah, yeah. the oh, mushroom it's... planet <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm so glad to be reminded of Golden Axe yeah, of course. We all remember Golden Axe. We all remember. Yeah, they do. Friend. Yeah, they do a the Marvel logo, but with Sega. But with Sega, uh, they have the, their own. This. And I'm sure Hasbro will develop something similar because now they have like their universe of toy movies that they're trying to make, starting with uh, Oh yeah, Gre- Greta Gerwig's Barbie coming soon to mm-hmm. a movies for babies. I am planting that flag. We do have to oh, talk yeah, about. Oh yeah, no. 
We do wait, have to wait, talk wait, about I, the Barbie movie. I can't movie. wait to see how they uh, merge um, Barbie with Agents of Mask. I just like the the <laughs> Barbie Tracker. movie co-written by Noah Baumbach is a movie that we have to watch, boys. And I am sorry. We do <laughs> no, have to that, watch and talk about Barbie. Noah Baumbach writing the Barbie movie is like a BoJack Horseman joke. Yes. It's Actually, like... No, not even. It's a 30 Rock joke. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it's 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 just, it's, it's some, we do have to talk about Greta Gerwig, who has so far directed two perfect films. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Her, her third film will be the Barbie film. I'm afraid we do have to talk about Barbie Boys. Sad that, sad that that's what happened but I also in, intriguing i'm intrigued yeah. you yeah. gotta uh-huh. do your ip movie at some point and if you're going to barbie makes more sense for greta gerwig than doing the tigra movie for marvel studios right like that makes more sense for her marvel yeah jubilee directed yeah. by okay. greta gerwig all right now hold on about like a <laughs> About a 90s mall rat who, like, has, like, fireworks. Greta could do something with that. Um, but anyway, yes, of course. It, it, uh, we'll, we'll talk about Barbie. But anyway, the Mushroom Planet killed me. The shtick that followed it, I honestly, like, it was, it was like, a little tired Jim Carrey shtick. I was like, wow, this motherfucker has not changed the bit one no, iota or, in 30 yeah. years. Oh, yeah, he makes breakfast like a genius. With a machine. I thought the he, Doc Brown, uh, Rube Goldberg mushroom machine was, that was kind of, cl- I liked watching that. That was clever. That was cute. Yeah. I liked it. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jim Carrey takes on a, um, they do a, a thing where like, in, in Austin Powers and Goldmember, Dr. Evil stops being a super genius and starts doing bits. And yeah. ro- Jim Carrey as Robotnik is mostly that for this movie. Yeah. Uh, just a he's he's Doctor Evil doing bits while like Knuckles is a, more of a gold member. I don't know. Right. No. Um, no. No. You're absolutely I, right. No, Knuckles absolutely is right. just Worf. Worf. Yeah. Yeah. He is um, just Worf. I, he's less creative, Drax. Yeah. 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 Uh, if Drax sucked. <laughs> if Drax was Knuckles written by is a bad Drax. Writer. If Drax sucked. Yeah. That's if Drax perfect. Sucked. I um. I did not want to see this movie. Uh, I love my friends Kevin and Justin. I did not want to record this podcast. I hate Sonic. I would uh, not it's... have seen it either. Like, to, you know, if we were not making content out of it, I was yeah. not, like psyched for Sonic. I didn't Sonic want to see it, and I approached the movie with that same level of fortification. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, the very, f- I I don't know, like maybe if the very first shot of the movie was like. Laura Dern as Mrs. Robotnik, maybe then I would have been like, okay, hold up. Oh, hold on. I wasn't so I, like, oh, wow, bold jo-. It's just like it made me laugh. That's such a ridiculous oh, gotcha. way to open a movie. That's all. It's, it's just like, I, I, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It took a while for my defenses to get lowered throughout uh-huh. the course of the movie. Um, yeah. So, like. So that happens. I don't, yeah. Oh, go ahead. It's okay. So that happened. God, there's so much to talk. So that happens, and Robotnik uses the Sonic Quill from the last movie you remember to open yes. up a portal to see who comes through. Uh, I guess when you're you wanted, you know, if you're a screenwriter, you want to clock out at five. That you just like, I don't know. He <laughs> wants to see. He's. I don't know. He's doing something. No, no. He's trying to get off planet. Yes. Because he's, there's planets now in Sonic, and because this is space. 
and yeah. he's just trying to get a signal out there to get home. And well, yes, Knuckles he, is the one person who responds after he, the random chicken man. He specifically says, um, let's see who comes through. That is That was the line yeah. of dialogue that he says. Um, and the three chicken men come out, and he dispatches them. And I was like, oh, this is kind of like... Fun. Again, I'm grading on a fucking curve here. Oh, I was yeah. like, this is kind of fun. He's little traps. You know, he's the, like, that's something. Hey, hey, Kevin, he's something. Uh, he, like, he does the little trick, and then Knuckles, they immediately fuck. It's like a uh, Tom Hooper's Cats kind of situation, where when Knuckles first appears, he fills the entire, like, portal, which is bigger than Robotnik. But then when mm-hmm. he steps out, he's Knuckles-sized. <laughs> It's a very, it's like just a real, did, hey, I'm, I hope someone was fired for this. You know, like it's just, it's, it's, it's a very silly thing um, that, that happened. But fine, Knuckles and, and Eggman forge an alliance, uh, whatever. Sonic 2 and Knuckles, rock and roll, here we go. Cut to a bank robbery, right? There's an armored car yes. robbery that Sonic is there to. Uh, in Seattle. Yeah, in Seattle, and he's doing a... Which, like, okay, do I remember incorrectly? I thought they moved to San Francisco in the first film. Or they were going I, to, and they decided the not James to. James Marsden wanted a, to take a job in San Francisco. As a That's San Francisco right. cop, because he wants to beat up gay people, right? That's what yeah, he wants, no, he to, wants to join <laughs> one of the LAPD... Uh, minority killing gangs yeah of um, course so but then i guess he didn't take that job he decided to stay in green hills montana and i guess sonic I, ran to seattle which was, is the closest was major green bird. hills in montana or was it if i or recall Wyoming? correctly i now that i'm thinking about it I like think i part of feel the like end they lived in, in rural washington like rural Washington, like a like an Aberdeen um, or something. Oh, he's in no, Ports. no, no, because no, Green Hills is in Montana. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah, it's in yeah. Montana. That's what I remember. They are in Montana. It's a Montana town. But I guess if you're in Montana, the closest major city might very well be Seattle. So Sonic runs to Seattle to stop crimes as well. Sonic Blue Justice. Sonic traveled there with a with a ring. Oh, too. he traveled there with a ring. He traveled there with a ring, right? Because he has um, these teleporting ring, whatever. Um, which I thought were a limited resource. But apparently like, he's got a fucking lot of them, and he dumps a bunch on a mountain at some point. Like, I don't know. I was super confused when this movie started, because like, I r- realized, like, oh, God, I don't remember anything from this first one, apart from that I hated it. And so, like, <laughs> I forgot. Like, I had a hard time remembering the rules of how the rings were yeah also it's a fucking sonic movie so it doesn't matter you um, just but think like, about where you want to go and you throw a ring and you can go there um, but there was a point where i was like wait a second i thought there like this was a finite resource uh but i guess not anymore but i guess not uh, I, don't, I don't i don't know if a ring <laughs> is spent after use I don't know if I don't I don't know I don't know how it works I don't know the rules. But um, also Knuckles has them and he can use them. Yeah, he has yeah. rings uh, because we we God we gotta talk about Longclaw at some point, but we'll get there. I, we gotta talk about how Longclaw did a genocide. <laughs> like, no, no, naturally, as a true work of a work of Sonic fan fiction because that's what this is. Uh huh. Yeah. Too much emphasis is put on the ori- fan fiction's original character. Uh-huh, which is Longclaw. Longclaw. Um, which is Longclaw. And and this film also solidly uh, tells you that the Kevin Penders comics cannot happen uh, because the echidnas <laughs> are wiped out, right? Like To our detriment, because yes, Longclaw did. Well, it, it's... 
I'm not gonna both sides genocide because both <laughs> sides do commit genocide. That's true. There are no owls left, and there is one echidna left. You are right. And, and, so and like... Knuckles, Knuckles' whole motivation is he's upset he didn't get to finish the genocide. Yeah, he just wants to kill the last motherfucker, and the last motherfucker is. And Sonic. so he gets to kill. So he tries to kill Sonic in. To, I guess, start a new genocide? Uh, just finish the genocide you started before. You know, like, it's, it's yeah. whatever. It's the, it's the last two, son, it's, it's a Hatfields and McCoys, <laughs> but it's, but it's owl people and, and Knuckles people. And, mm -hmm. uh, and, and they gotta, they gotta, they gotta finish the last job. Um, uh, oh, go ahead. The, the owls and echidnas have been at this for a long time. Yeah, natural I... enemies, owls and echidnas, much like in, uh, I, Frankenstein, when they posit that, like, angels and gargoyles have been fighting for centuries. No, and I'm demons like, and gargoyles. Oh, that's right. There are no angels of in the course. world of I, Frankenstein. Um, perfect. Uh, great. But, but uh, we go, go back to the bank robbery. This Real is... Quick. Yeah, oh, yes. Bank no, robbery. Please. No, please. Uh, I just, I'm sorry. Uh, is this a thing where, like, I saw it because my brain was looking for it? Or is this a thing where it was, like, an intentional choice by the filmmakers? That last sequence of the bank robbery, like, all the, the fountains go off and it's playing, like, musical. It's, uh -huh. like, playing classical music. Uh, the 1812 Overture. Yes. Was that intentionally or unintentionally reminiscent of... The beginning of Sonic Adventure One with Chaos, the blue uh, water oh. thing. I think it was meant to be a Caddyshack reference. A, oh, Caddyshack. oh, gotcha. Yeah, the okay. end of Caddyshack. Yes, you're right. Like, and up to and including the 1812 ref, like gotcha. music. Good I news, everybody. The, We're gonna get laid. I saw the. <laughs> the <laughs> I saw the city at night, and I saw like water, and I saw Sonic, and I'm like. They're doing a Sonic Adventure thing, but that's that's that your, your right, Justin. No, um, it's, it said they just did the longest bank heist ever put to celluloid. Okay, so oh, yeah, maybe Sonic I is can't driving believe. the thing. Yeah, he he beats up some bank robbers and he takes control of the armored car with the guards still yes. tied up, and there's some bombs in the car. I can't believe I'm the guy who's being most positive. I thought this was kind of fun. Now I will say, you know, put this in the hands of a Joe Dante of a Roger Rabbit era Zemeckis, and it could be like a transcendent yeah, no, sequence. Uh, yeah, no, it definitely had Dante energy when Sonic had to deal with the literal bag of dynamite. Bag of bombs and one is like stuck in his head. Like again, like it's, it's not the best execution of it, but I was like, this is pretty okay. Like they're using like cartoon logic. I always like mm. when we try to approximate like a live action cartoon thing. You know, I, I appreciate that we're doing this sort yeah. of element. It's like a goofy. And then when he like, oh, yeah. he takes apart the car while it's still moving. Like these mm. are fun. He takes it apart. The guy stops and like, he turns to the kid and the, and the kid had an ice cream and the ice cream falls the over. Ice yeah, cream yeah. Falls off. Like all of this I... is fun. Again, like a Joe Dante could have made it great, but this yes. is like, this is cute. This maybe that's maybe that's why I was frustrated with it because it's like maybe I was I was I was seeing the movie it could have been as opposed to the movie it was yes. and I was just like I was uh, and I did like Sonic pulling apart the car and all that stuff I just thought like w Sonic what what the hell are you doing driving like you this should be like oh you just run out of the car and like <laughs> I was it was gonna be a thing like Sonic is 
holding the security guard and he's running down the street, you know, yeah. and then like and then he gets the he's holding the dynamite and it's like it's they the are Batman obs- getting rid of a bomb sequence, but also the Mrs. Doubtfire two different dates at the same time I, sequence. I Those just liked the good. intro better when it was done in the amazing Spider-Man two. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. I mean, again, <laughs> you're all right. Everyone's right. I understand. Uh, again, grading on the most expressive curve of all time on letterboxd. I gave this a two out of five, uh, but the, I gave the last one a one and a half. So we're getting, we're getting better as mm. things move along. It is uh, a better it's a substantially better movie than the yes. first one. I agree. Um, it hurts to say it hurts to say it but, but it, it is, is better. better we are it is a marked improvement um yes. and 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 we're doing the shit and we're we're taking apart the the bank car and that's all fun and he runs back home because uh uh whatever tom tom doesn't want him fighting crime tom says mm. no tom is like uh-uh you're too you're a baby yeah. you're a baby child you can't yeah, be no, fighting tom, crime. tom is in full dad mode Tom like, is because yeah. this movie Sonic suddenly frames son. Sonic as like a kid or like a teen. Yeah, he he definitely is explicitly a child here. Um, Tails similarly, Knuckles would be approximately Sonic's age just because of the flashback that we see. Um, mm-hmm. So these are all children. These are three children. Uh, so, so Knuckles is canonically a child soldier. Yeah, Knuckles is canonically a child soldier. It is three primary colored uh, uh, children uh, at the center of this film, which is fine because, again, this is a film for babies in the womb, and uh, it, 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 it works. It's fine. He goes back. There's a cute dog. I like the dog. Nice old girl. Um, and, uh, uh, Tom's wife, Candace Owens comes in and is like, Sonic, you gotta meet Tom on the lake. Um, and, and Tom gives him, I, they repeat this speech like three times throughout the movie. I, I could not pay attention to it any time it happened. I don't know mm. what was like broken in, but like every time someone said like, I have an old family saying, I was just like, I just, I started staring yeah. into space. I started thinking yeah. about my taxes. No, they don't. No family has a saying. Yeah, that's no. a complete they movie made up shit. shit. When heraldry ended. Yeah, every like when 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 families lost their coat of arms, they also lost their little saying about like, you know, uh, uh, Flandanowitz is always pick ourselves up by our bootstraps. You know, my <laughs> my grandpappy always said you can't keep a Flandanowitz down, and it's like yeah, every family says that. That's not unique to you. When you lost your crest, you also lost your 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 fucking. You've lost the family honor and the favor of the yeah. king. Most That's families right. don't even talk to each other, let alone have a saying they pass down from generation yeah. to generation. My my uncle didn't come to my dad's funeral. There was no yeah. like <laughs> saying that was passed down in the family. Like Jesus. Um. Yeah. But anyway, there's a little speech or whatever, and and Tom and Maggie are going out of town. Uh, for uh, their sister's wedding, which we will get to, and and Sonic does a little like Home Alone risky business, risky business. like I'm yeah. Home Alone, and he's he's doing he's mowing <laughs> flaming hot Cheetos, and which is like he's doing his bubble baths. Sonic is yeah, famously beloved bubble baths. His famous it's, bubble baths, but he hates water. I love watching a canonical teenager take a bubble bath in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And later, Sonic asks Tails if he watches. He's like, "You watch me in the shower, Sonic. You're you don't wear clothes. What are you worried about? What are you doing in the shower?" 
Are you putting things in your anus? You don't have a dick. No, what no, are you it's to hide his about? feet. Oh, that is feet. Yeah, Sonic can't show oh, feet. Of course. Sonic does not show feet in this one. He showed feet in the first one. He posted feet. Feet pics. Feet pics. Um, he was on the Sonic the Hedgehog wiki feet. Um, about to yeah, there's it's the whole. He, they do the whole like every fucking kids movie where just like, look, hey kids, look how cool this is. It's like. It's that Toy Story short film about the bathtub. Um, like, oh yeah, like, totally, totally, totally. It's that uh, Sonic is just look how much, look how cool he is. Look how much fun he's having. Uh, the James Marsden FaceTimes them, and he cleans up the apartment real fast. He can clean up the apartment from like, uh, a, like a hoarder situation to like, like ready to show for a real estate agent like in three seconds, but he can't like run out of a a. a, a, a iron uh, armored vehicle driving down like seattle at 70 miles per hour uh just, like, it does what the plot asks it to do yeah absolutely yeah, sonic is sonic's powers are force powers it's whatever the sonic is exactly as fast as he needs to be yes exactly yes. um uh and it's was this it's was this whenever robotnik came back and yeah the movie yeah. And Ro- robotnik like, fucks up the joint. Robotnik fucking trashes the place. He does some cute references. Yeah, okay, so both of you formally introduced Knuckles. Yeah. I guess Justin and I, like, Justin and I fell off at this point. James Marsden arriving in Hawaii is, like, the last beep on a heart monitor for us. Yeah. (laughs) Can we, okay, let's talk about, let's talk about the James Marsden in Hawaii plot. Because this is insane. This is, this is, there's an epidemic in films like this, and it happened in the 2010s Muppet movies as well, where, like, they believe I give a shit about the human characters in this film, right? Mm-hmm. They believe mm-hmm. that, like, I am really invested in the emotional stories of the human... The Transformers movies made this same mistake with the with the Shia LaBeouf and all them. I don't care about these people. I want, yeah. conceptually, I want to see Sonic. I want to see the transforming robots. I want to see the the creatures, the critters, the, the toys that I came here to see. I do not care about these humans. However, it is very funny to me to imagine, like, James Marsden, like, negotiating this movie and be like, I'll fucking come back, but I am not sitting in a car talking to a tennis ball. I'm going to go hang out in Hawaii with that guy from Criminal yeah. Minds. I'm going to Criminal Minds, Hawaii. They they do a thing. It's so confusing to me because, like, I see James Marsden uh, in Hawaii, and he's like, take care of the play, Sonic. And I go, this is brilliant. They're writing James Marsden out of the movie. He got uh, a because check, we don't, you know? We don't give a fuck about i love james marsden but we don't give love a fuck it. about these characters no and i'm like Tom and, and james marsden gets a, a hawaiian thing like good for him yeah but then there's a part in the movie and we'll get there mm-hmm. where like it becomes the mid-2000s wedding wedding comedy well, the script has this thing where it's like there's three screenwriters two of them share an ampersand and then the third one comes after an and yeah. and i i it has to be that thing where that third writer wrote like undercover groom. <laughs> yeah, wrote wrote uh, wrote that movie with like Josh Gad and Kevin Hart where they're like fake friends at yes. a wedding or something. Yeah, absolutely. 
that um, it completely turns into a mid thousands wedding comedy. Wrote and that like Sonic remake of Sonic Seven disappears chances. from the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this well, is honestly I, my theory about why this plotline exists is a cost saving measure. It is the only mm. part of the movie that does not have extensive CGI characters running around. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And you can tell by looking at any of our CGI characters' faces that they did not have the time or money because those faces do not move. Their eyes don't move. You are, like, looking at one of those YouTube stop-motion toy <laughs> videos where they do a little mm-hmm. scene. You're looking at Lego stop-motion. It Like, this is the only part of the movie where they're like, oh, God, humans in front of a camera. Thank Christ. <laughs> Thank it, God. It, it takes on, like, a... It feels like a complete, like, like the totally like a completely different, different movie. Yeah, It takes absolutely. on a completely different texture. It looks completely different from the rest of it. Uh, and dare I say, like... Best part of the movie. Might have been my favorite part of the yeah. whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> Best part of the but, movie. Was honest, like... We we we're obviously a long way away from it, but like the 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 hot guys playing volleyball was so funny to me. The like oh no, the way they introduce gun is my favorite. That it's is yes, so funny. fucking funny. That was good. That but was a good bit. There was there was two times where like as I look at my audio readout, there were two times where a audio readout like moved for yeah. me, uh-huh. uh, and it was uh, the the colonel says like the name of the industry or whatever, the name of the web, the program, and someone's like... It's like the Guardians gun? of United Nations. Yeah, and he yeah. goes, they go, gun? He goes, yeah, gun. Uh, yeah, and that gun. made me laugh. And then... Uh, <laughs> He's like, yeah, go The biggest course. laugh... Yeah, gun, of course. Yeah, gun. Yeah, gun. yeah uh, uh, and the, my, the biggest laugh was um, the bride goes, you're all a part of this? And the the priest opens his Bible and he's yeah, got a hollowed a out, gun. like hollowed out in the pages. There's a, a gun. That's and such he does a funny a, joke for the Sonic. He does the a remorseful movie. like he yeah. does a remorseful sign at the cross. Like he feel it's, that was very funny to me. Oh my god, that was yes. funny. That was funny. Yeah, the wedding scene. And I, we're not there yet, but like honestly, the part where like Maggie and and her sister, her funny sister from the last one, are just like running around throwing tails gadgets at people. Was like fun. That's a fun. That was like, fun. That's a fun action sequence. Like you, you under, You're like, okay, they don't know what these things do. They're like throwing them out. That's a funny conception for an action sequence, and I think pretty well executed. Absolutely. Yeah. Or I, I can't remember what happens between the two, but like, James Martin is in Hawaii for his sister-in-law's mm-hmm. wedding. His wife's yes. sister's wedding. Yes. Um, I don't it's know an how incredibly that. Incredibly long um joke for the payoff of. Two rings getting confused. Yeah, yes. God, and, ja- um, and James Morrison handling that in the best way possible, which is, of course, to punch out the groom instead of going, I got the rings mixed up. Can we switch these? Like, he yeah, never, yeah. it's so, he's like, uh, because, ring, it, need not ring. To screw up the wedding. Yeah, but like, yeah, that's not screwing up the wedding. Just being like, hey, we kind of, well, how is it better <laughs> to do what he did? It's a thing where it's like, I'm sitting there in the movie theater and I'm like, I'm sitting there telling myself, like, I know this is a kid's movie. I know this is a Sonic movie. But this is so fucking frustrating that he won't be like, hey, oops. You know, like, hey, you know, oops. I know they have to make it happen for the movie, but just like, it's, and I know I shouldn't expect it from a Sonic movie, but it's very frustrating to see human beings not behave in a way that human beings would re- behave in. No, I agree. <laughs> it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a script writing thing that consistently, 
frustrates me where like characters are only behaving in that way because of the premise of what is happening if that may, like yes. they're, it's it's like when you know uh, when a character in a comedy has to lie and it's suddenly like they've never heard of lying they've never lied before they're yeah. like i uh i went think like in the uh ashtray what oh no and then the other person like doesn't pick up on the fact that they're lying and it's like so i hate it or like in any romantic comedy where two characters are like pretending to be together and the people mm -hmm. are like okay prove it kiss <laughs> and it's in front like, of me now what and it's like Fuck in front of me. why would you no one would ever do that in another i've always wanted to put that joke in a script where someone goes like oh you're a couple huh then kiss and the couple goes like okay great <laughs> what did you want <laughs> what did you hope it would have been just as funny of a joke for james marston to approach the groom and for his wife's sister to be like no 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 and she makes a big scene you're not gonna ruin my wedding and she does what james marston thinks and he's like i i i just wrong wrong wedding a wrong, wrong. Ring. wrong ring and she has egg on her face she's embarrassed she's like i'm sorry i should have known i'm sorry da, da, da. they swap the rings and then james martin throws rings and then the avalanche of snow comes in or whatever like yeah. that's the same joke and it's just as funny and it's not like how human it's be it's how humans would behave yes yeah. uh, exactly. that would have exactly. been it. but anyway there's a uh, we, we gotta cover some ground again yeah we gotta we gotta, oh, we gotta, we gotta what's fall there back, to fucking cover excuse me justin excuse me uh, so we go back, to, going back to the, the assault on Sonic's house, and Knuckles just absolutely fucking wrecks the blue blur. I also yes. think it is funny to have Tails run over Knuckles with a cop car. That's funny. Yeah, to be, no, like, that's how Tails enters, with a, by just stealing a police car. Yeah, stealing a police car and fucking wrecking Knuckles' shit. Just absolutely fucking laying him out with a cop car is funny to me. I am sorry. Um, <laughs> they they escape and 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 uh, they're attacking. The Sonic drives again. I don't know. I don't know what their obsession is with getting Sonic behind the wheel of a vehicle. It happened it's in the first be, one at least once. They love it. It's got to be a thing. Like I don't know. Like you would think that like spinning a uh, blue leg at 300 you know rotating at like 50% opacity or whatever you wouldn't you wouldn't think that would cost too much more money but like maybe but something apparently like, it does it's, let's <laughs> yeah. get Sonic to drive because that's f easier to animate Let, I yeah, don't know we um, can have an actual car yeah also it is uh, and uh, comedy bang bang made me realize this but it is very funny uh, it's always very funny for fictional characters to get hit by real life automobiles. Yeah. In <laughs> uh, Comedy Bang Bang, Chewbacca died because he got hit by a car. Uh, in this, <laughs> Knuckles gets hit by a car in both times. Hilarious concept that <laughs> these fictional characters would get hit by a car. Just get hit wasted on yeah. a hubcap. Yes. Absolutely. Um, that is funny. And they, they, you know, continue to have a little uh, chase down sequence. Um, Knuckles does have a bit here that made me laugh where he's like dangling off the cliff and Robotnik is like bringing the robots around and he's like, blah, blah, Eggman, blah, blah, blah. Oh, there's stairs. And he walks up the stairs. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I thought it was funny. It made me laugh. Idris got a couple out of me in this one. Idris did. Can we talk about Idris Elba? I, oh my God, please. I, listen, I, I, I will admit I'm 
I know I come across on the podcast as the the one true hoghead, the one <laughs> the, the one person in, of, of the Hedge Potters who sincerely likes Sonic. And I'm sorry, audience, but that is not true. I'm <laughs> I, 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 I come. For I the hate Sonic. the hog. <laughs> I come for the Sonic, but I stay for the Echidna. Mm-hmm. I okay. I have always been a Knuckles guy. It's why I read the comics. It's why. I mean, Justin, why... you classically love an oaf. You love I... a buffoon. You love a, a mm, big, dumb. <laughs> I love a guy who demands to be taken seriously and is only justified 50% of the time. And that that's Knuckles. Like, whether he's played straight or not, he thinks he's right and he doesn't get why everyone's laughing. Yes. And um, that is and not a hard character to write and play. That is one of the oldest yes. like stock characters to do. So Once why we did they invented get the most comedy. boring performance of this possible? <laughs> this is the second comedic character ever created, right? Like they yeah. made they made one guy who says funny things and then they made a second guy who does funny things. And and Knuckles is the latter, and it's just Idris Elba is—he's a bad voice actor. I'm sorry, he is not good at voice work. I raise he's an incredible you... actor, but he sounds so bad when it's just the mic. But here is here is what is currently getting me about Idris Elba. Right, every Idris Elba movie now is him going like. The master crystal must be placed in the Genesis module. You know, like, it's, like, every... My man, you debuted on The Wire. We know who you are because of The Wire. And now every... You're Luther! He's Luther. He, he, he does... He was in Beast of No Nation. Is that the last good movie he did? I'm not against, like, franchise action movies, obviously. Like, there are many that I love, but, like... There is no... But he's not even in The Good Fast and Furious. He's in Hobbs and Shaw. He's in Tom Hooper's Cats. He's in... I like this movie, but he's in Prometheus. He... There is almost... He's in Zootopia. There is no famous actor who, when you go to see a new movie they are starring in, you almost have less of a chance of liking the movie than Idris Elba. He almost exclusively, mm. for how popular he is, he almost exclusively does garbage. Not even tasty garbage. You know? Like, what is going on with Stringer Bell? I don't understand what Can has I, happened. I, I've debated whether I wanted to bring this up or not. This is something that, like, I that hit me when we were watching the movie. Maybe it's a thing I'm too sensitive to, but this was something I was thinking about. Obviously, if Idris Elba wants to do your movie, you put Idris Elba in your movie, no matter what. No matter what, Idris Elba is gonna bring. You know, he's he's gonna bring a gravitas despite him being in garbage. Uh, people still love him. So if Idris Elba wants to be in your movie, you put Idris Elba in your movie, and you know what? Good for Idris Elba getting a paycheck. Of course. This is my thing, and maybe this is just a thing where I'm just being way too sensitive, but I don't know. It just it hits me, and it bothers me in a way I don't know. Is casting Idris Elba as Knuckles putting 
more wind in the sails of the camp of people who think like the Ugandan Knuckles meme is funny. Oh, I, I think for me, there's, it's not zero. It's not zero. It's not zero. It's a, had... it's a thing where just like, maybe the executives of this movie are too out of touch to even know Ugandan Knuckles. They, they probably don't. They just probably went with, a like masculine sound like just i don't know who's stock manly voice now yeah 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 because they originally went i think they originally had jason momoa for this which yeah makes that they wanted a barrel chested deep voiced kind of good time guy which is yeah, 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 yeah. like uh which seems like what they what they uh uh were going for you know mm-hmm. idris elba of course you know his vocal cameo on taylor Swift's london boy uh track you know like he he's around it's just it's such a disappointment to me when an actor just like starts slumming in the wrong way and Mm -hmm. and he's he's not doing the good slum he's doing like the brie larson post oscar slum where you're like please just do a good movie again doesn't have Mm -hmm, to be a mm -hmm. small movie but like uh can you just do like a good movie again because like mm-hmm, short term mm-hmm. twelve room, you're incredible, and then you just like choose bad characters in bad script. Like it's just it's mystifying, and and Idris, you know, but like the the performance doesn't even get to be consistent because like okay, he starts out all mean, and then he just is kind of like a deadpan sort of tough guy yeah. character, mm-hmm. and then at the end he's like. Ah, your base of ball, your icid cream, and I'm like, where did yeah. this? Uh, this yeah, has not been your like character. Savage. Yeah, he's he's suddenly like the gods important. must be crazy or something. Like it's just it's so wild that like this like okay having your he character, gets dumber as the movie goes. He on. gets dumber as the thing goes along, and like a laugh he did get out of me honestly was like when they were spying on sonic's text conversation and he kept reading dot 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 i don't know i thought it, it oh gosh yeah yeah it did kind of make me chuckle i will say that, that does that does like kind of uh is a nice kind of like prelude to him not knowing what baseball is you know yeah. uh yeah and like fish out of water stuff is always funny um God, Justin, also, you're so right. It's just bad Drax. Yeah. God, you're so oh, yeah. right. It's well, just no, but they don't Drax. decide make him Drax until like until the end. He, until they until he doesn't have to seem tough. But they confuse this with thinking, oh, he's being vulnerable, and it's just not. He's God. they just change how he's written. God, you're so right. Okay, I'm sorry. I have something that I have to say. It is a pet peeve of mine. It happens constantly in movies and TV. I want to talk about this text conversation with Sonic and Tom. Just like real quick. Mm -hmm. Sonic gets a text from Tom. His dad who he lives with. It is the first text message he has ever received from this phone number. Do you know, like, there is no... Yeah. It is as if this is the first time Tom has ever texted Sonic because it is the only message that appears in that queue. Preposterous. Felonious. Takes me out of everything immediately. Because, motherfucker, you know the other person. You've texted before. There would be previous messages. 
What if James Marsden, like, Tom is just, like, an inattentive father? Like, what if he, this really, like, like, the, like this whole, like, fishing trip was the first time Tom ever actually they, did it. He was planning on Sonic. doing... And he, had, he wants to get one moment of fatherhood in before he then leaves again. He was planning they, on they giving Sonic... A... No, go ahead. They're making a Sonic movie, but they pulled from, like, the Earthbound uh, for Super Nintendo files. We're just like, you have a dad, but he's only there whenever you contact him. Like, it's yeah. over phone. Uh, Kevin, you're right. Like, You were going to do I, a Sunrise, the story of two humans, and Tom was going to push Sonic out of the boat. <laughs> Sonic yeah, and Tom oh, was yeah. just going to leave him they, in the sea. Movies have not gotten texting right. I, I can't really think of, like... Eighth grade did a very good, like, surfing the internet montage, but uh, texting always looks weird in movies. Um, I did like how, like, Sonic and James Marsden would, like, FaceTime each other. That felt like a nice little, like, convenient way of circumventing that, but you're totally right. Like, that is so annoying whenever uh, they open up a tweet, or not a tweet, a text message, and that's, that's the first we've heard. Unless Sonic is, like... He just keeps up and deletes those uh, Unless uh, Sonic is running through his, like, drug dealer burner phones or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Unless, but, like, even then, your fucking, your, your Apple profile would save your previous messages, dog. I'm fucking on to you, Sonic. Um, it's just, it, it bothers me, and I just wanted to, I just wanted to, to get it out. That's, no, I, absolutely. I think texting and shit is really hard to do well on film. There are moments where they do it well, and it seems like we kind of just decided, like, the text messages appear on screen. That is what we've decided. A little bubble will pop mm. aside the character saying what is in the text message. And I think, like, Secession has done, you know, texting and shit well. I think the solution is do it sparingly. The solution yeah. is people texting on screen is the least interesting thing in the entire world. Do it as and, little as possible. Unless you're going to film it like a, uh, a dialogue. If you're going to film it like a phone sequence where just, like, Someone's like they're typing on their phone like yeah i can be there and then it immediately cuts to the next person who's already received it already read it like that sounds great i'll be there like that yeah that's not that's another cheat cumbersome. that's another cheat you can do there are options but like honestly just like avoid it it's fine i don't it want to bad. watch people text in my movies don't worry about it don't it's hard do to it. do right mm -hmm. and people always put like weird slang in there and it just it looks silly and i don't want to i don't want to deal with it oh they, um, yeah, they'll they'll do like leet speak to try to make it look oh like texting God, yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or like um inappropriate gifts or inappropriate emojis it's, just, it's too much just avoid it wherever possible if you're out there mm -hmm. and you're a filmmaker just just there's just... an episode of the simpsons that happened recently where homer and lisa are texting each other and one of them, I think it's uh, Homer, texts the GIF of Homer retreating into the GIF from an earlier yes. episode. Yes, he they have a Simpsons the theme yeah. GIF in this. Oh, movie. that is gruesome. And we'll film that. <laughs> I, that is the, profane. The Simpsons texting is so uh, abhorrent to me. Homer saying the word oh. tweets is just like that's that's that I that it's makes wrong. my skin crawl. It should have been yeah. like the Brady Bunch movie and the the Simpsons stayed the same and the world changed, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Oh my god, yes, please. And now it's uh, like Marge is addicted to internet porn or whatever. Um, yeah, no, she Marge loves is addicted. Candy Crush Saga too much. Yeah, Marge uh, is on oh, Simpsons Rule Thirty Four. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, Marge uh, does. There is an episode where Marge becomes addicted to gambling. So it's like within she's got an addictive personality. That's in her character bible. That's in her. Character. But it's still it's still gross to have Marge addicted to Candy Crush Saga or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Crusty Crush uh, uh, Saga or whatever. She's addicted to Simpsons Tap Out somehow. Yeah, like yeah. it's just yeah, she's she's spending her family fortune on on Simpsons Tap mm-hmm. Out, uh, paradoxically. But but anyway, we, let's, let's, is this where the map happens? Is this where? Oh, yeah, no, th- th- this long... is when we finally get what the previous Sonic movie was missing, which is lore. Princess is Leia. Lore. Yeah, long long Claw's Princess Leia out of a map, and yeah. But 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 Adam Pally doesn't say this is like in Star Wars. He instead says this is like the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters, which is a joke so yeah. good, he also says it at the end of the movie. Yeah, he yes. yeah, so nice they say it twice. They say it twice. They they say it's a joke so good. It's a classic comedic device called a callback. Uh whereas where you you have a joke early on in the in the film and then you bring it back later in an enhancement in a, in a surprise. Ideally it happens just after the audience has forgotten that it exists. So it is a mm-hmm. moment of surprise. It is a it is a it is a really uh, 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 startling return beat. Right. Perfect um, example of that is uh, in Get Out, the friend saying TSA's always got your back whenever the TSA arrives at the end of the movie. Perfect Just example. Perfect example. Perfect example. Another example of this is in Sonic the Hedgehog 2, where 30 minutes in, Adam Pally says, this is like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man in Ghostbusters. And then at the end of the movie, he says, this is like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters. Because I, in the audience, I've seen Ghostbusters. That's what you have to understand. I don't know if the two of you have seen Ghostbusters, so maybe you didn't get the joke. He says, this is like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man from Joker. I've seen Ghostbusters, so I think that's funny. When they're snowboarding in the movie and Sonic turns around and says, whoa, the Winter Soldier. I think that's funny because I've seen... Oh, I know that. I've seen that that in Captain America, the Winter Soldier. I've seen that before, and that is why it is funny. When Sonic says... Your feud is like Vin Diesel and The Rock. I am aware of what that is, and because I am aware of what that is, that is funny to me. What movies need to recognize is something that Kevin Lanigan and Justin Germeroth and myself learned a long time ago. Uh, references are only funny as jokes when the references are hyper-specific and wrong. So, like, <laughs> Sonic saying, whoa, Winter Soldier, is not funny. If Sonic had said... 1080 Avalanche for Nintendo GameCube. That would have been hysterical. Um, that's uh, it's only funny when the references are so specific and so wrong. Absolutely, absolutely, and um, and and they don't do that. They instead say this is like the Safe Buff Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters. At this point, Adam Pally is the was Adam Pally in the first one? Is he, Adam I Pally forgot about it, but he was. Know? He was okay because like suddenly he's the sheriff. He's like the interim sheriff, and I feel like there's three Adam Pally deleted scenes that set up this character or like, like yeah. who is the, who, when did he become share? When did we learn that information? Cause he just kind of says it at the end. And I'm like, he is, who is this guy? It does feel... There's no torch passing scene. He's yeah. only introduced when he's, 
It's Let Adam Sonic Pally. break the speed limit? Let him riff. Let Adam Pally riff. He's a funny It does man. feel like some of his lines that he had were ad-libs. Um, oh, 100%. A handful, but, uh, yeah, but, it feels uh, like, like he definitely... That. He was usually on script, of course, but there were a few times where he was making up some mm-hmm. goof-em-ups, uh, some, some, laugh, some laugh-a-lines. It feels like the only mm-hmm. line that was written was the Safe by Marshmallow Man thing. I think that is the only Adam Pally script line that made it to screen. I think everything else is is Adam Pally having, having a laugh. Having a goof. Absolutely. Um, but anyway, he does that. He says, and then, uh, yeah, we learn about... The the map projects a hologram. This is never addressed by any character. That this two-dimensional paper map suddenly projects a hologram and everyone is just... No one has any reaction to what has occurred. Am I the only one who had an issue with this? Am I the only one that's like, okay, the paper can do a projection... But you're not going to be like, oh, that's some map <laughs> or something. You're not going to, like, acknowledge that There was that that's a lot weird. of... Well, no, no, we know Sonic has seen Star Wars. So he probably just mm. thought, just like Star Wars. This is like Star Wars. Just like Star Wars. He should have said that out and loud. I, guess, I would like, have laughed. I would have clapped. I guess, like, because so- that scene where Longclaw appears like Princess Leia, Obi-Wan, you're my only hope. Yeah. Um... That scene is, I, if I recall correctly, it's Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, and Adam Pally. Knuckles um, is and not so, there. Because Knuckles is not on oh, Team Sonic yet. Because okay, Longclaw so, is yeah. describing, like, Sonic, I fucking killed all those guys. Did you see? Sonic, I fucking they I wrecked those echidnas. I, I, I guess the reasoning is, like, Sonic and Tails are from a magical world, and Adam Pally is stupid. But Adam so Pally doesn't even to. go, like, whoa. <laughs> That's know. true. Good point. It's just, it's the shit that happens in movies. It like the recent uh, Red Letter Media review of Moonfall, where they're like, nobody's reacting to anything. Like, no one, like, there's <laughs> not, no one is is bothered by anything that's happening. It's mm-hmm. just so, it's just, it just makes everything feel so fucking thin. And the, tr- I'll say it. You know, I'll fuck it. Say I'll it. be brave. The treasure hunting in this movie sucks. Oh, no one has to terrible. It's the worst fucking treasure. Treasure hunting in movies has gotten so fucking garbage. It's the worst part of Aquaman. It's fucking... I didn't see the Uncharted movie, but I bet it's underwhelming. And, like, no <laughs> one... Every puzzle... Every ancient crypt puzzle in this movie is solved by someone walking into a room one second later seeing the thing they have to stick in the thing. And they do... Remember? And I'm like... I'm no, like, great fan of this franchise, but y'all remember fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark when Mm -hmm, Indiana mm -hmm. Jones would have to walk around and, like, think about shit where he would have to, like, consider puzzles or lore. He'd have to move to a different perspective and be like, oh, it's on the floor. We got to go through the floor. You know, like, anything. It's just, like, guy, Eggman and Knuckles step out of a portal. And they're like, oh, we're on a desert island. They're immediately in front of the thing they need. To, and he just goes like, he just brushes it aside and he sticks the thing in the thing. It's like, there's no weight to any. There's no stakes. There's no interest. I'm not involved in this. Like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Absolutely. And they they set it up, too, where, like, if I recall correctly, like they have a, a map. And a map signifies to the viewer that we're going on an epic globetrotting adventure. And they what go to... we just globetrot to one place? They go to two different locations. They go to Siberia and they go to Hawaii. And that's it. 
Like, <laughs> hey, not just anywhere in Hawaii. Uh, the Four Seasons Oahu. The yes, Four yes. Seasons Oahu. Where you can have a Mai Tai. Um, uh, and so that, like, I was, uh, you know, it just, the, uh, me as an audience, I thought like, oh, we're going to see Sonic and Tony Tales. They're going to do fun things for like, Sonic is like, you know, running cool transitional things where Sonic is running to different locations, but we got we got two and each place is like real just like there's a little bit of puzzle solving, but uh turns out Knuckles and Robotnik took the back door and they're already there. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's it's like when you're playing like an theory. uncharted game and you have to like solve the most difficult puzzles in the world and like the room collapses behind you and you have to kill like a thousand like ancient sphinxes and then the bad guy was just like and I was behind you. <laughs> yep, yep, it's that. It's like Sonic, great... Robotnik, and Knuckles like just clip through the <laughs> through the environment and arrive at the <laughs> final scene. Yeah, they're doing they were, the tool speed running. speed run of this they're movie. Speed running. Yeah. They turn on God mode and they just clip through the clip through the <laughs> the, the, the Sphinx's tomb. Um, yeah, what the fuck? The so- Sonic and Tails go to Norway. For <laughs> no, some they go reason? to Siberia, Siberia to do some uh, anti-Slavic stereotyping. Yeah, anti-Slavic stereotyping. They have gross food. They yeah. are all criminals. They all fight. Okay, Did, but can I say... Was there a conversation about change? Do you think production had a conversation about, like, mm. do it, bringing Bryn Schwartz in to do some ADR to change it to a non-Russia location? Oh, maybe. I bet it was a convo. I bet there was a call. But there was a conference There had to call. have been an email. Yeah. Uh, at least one email. And uh, yeah. let's, let's leak that email. Can I say, there is one gag in this sequence that becomes a... a just like a dance fight, which we've seen a thousand times in a thousand kids' movies. It's like the least interesting idea at this point. But there's one bit in this scene that did make me laugh. And it's actually two bits that are one bit. It is when the man, when the dance man, when he rips off his clothes and he has a tattoo <laughs> of himself yeah. in the same pose. Funny pose. bit. But then that's a Muppet movie gag. That's a Muppet movie gag. It is like literally like a hot fuzz gag, but instead of a picture, it's like a tattoo. It's a funny gag. Also funny. At one point, he does the Catholic cross, and then he does a smaller Catholic cross on the tattoo. Oh yes, yes, yes. That's funny. That's comedy. Yes. That is. <laughs> that to me is a joke. <laughs> I'll take it. In this movie, I'll take that. There, there is an occasional Mel Brooks energy to some of the gags. Like, just like an old-fashioned, like, slapstick joke. Yeah. Uh, but it's pep- It's like they had an old Jewish man punch up the script. <laughs> like, just like just an old, like, Sid, like, Sid Caesar veteran. Carl oh <laughs> Reiner did horrible, punch up. coked-out quip fest. Carl Reiner did punch up on Sonic the Hedgehog too. He just did. Yeah. He did a joke pass. They're like, you can't change any of yeah. the scenes, what but if, like, put in. What if there was a Russian guy who, when he tore off his shirt, it's the same. <laughs> that killed in the cat's kills. Oh my god! Sid Caesar called it like a writer's room. <laughs> There's. There was a sequence that was cut from the movie where like Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails both like. Hit each other with seltzer bottles and had they, a pie fight. They and, sent the script yeah, to Dom DeLuise. <laughs> they were like, and he's like, oh, Sonic. 
<laughs> Sonic, we gotta punch up over here. <laughs> uh, Dom DeLuise was uh, supposed to play uh, Big the Cat. And then. Uh, oh my god, Cinema Froggy. was deprived. Froggy! <laughs> Cinema was so deprived of Dom DeLuise as Big the Cat. God, we Man, were robbed. God, well, he basically was in Fievel Goes West. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. If only we, if only the timeline would have worked out and we could have had the the Henson Company do these Sonic movies, oh. <laughs> just as Sonic Sonic, but as Jim Henson movies, where we have Dom DeLuise and we have, like, if only yes, whatever uh, Charles Grodin instead of James Marsden, like Peter Ustinov. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Charles Grodin, Sonic, Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic, and he's treating Sonic the same Sonic way he does um, Martin Short in uh, in what's Clifford. That movie? Martin what? Clifford. Clifford, yes. Clifford. Charles Grodin. Charles Grodin. Fucking like That's normal. He's in love with Tails the way he was with Miss Piggy and Muppet Cave. <laughs> no, would it be Tails or would it be Amy Rose? Oh, it should be Amy Rose. Charles Grodin is in Tails' plane, and he's like, these things go down. They go down. We gotta get... They're too big. We gotta land. R.I.P. Charles Grodin. Oh, man. Gone too soon. Woo! Could have had Charles Grodin in a Sonic movie. Oh, oh my oh, God. Man. Fucking... Or, no, oh, it, gotta grow in Henson, fast. If we had the Hensons do... Um, if the Hansons did the Sonic, how good would Vincent Price been as Eggman? Oh, come oh, on. Like, come, come on. on. Sonic, like, you've come into my web. Yeah, it would have been incredible. It would have I've been incredible. I've got the chaos. Little Sonic. bird, get in the robot. Get in the robot. Yeah, it would have been fucking incredible. Honestly, he, God bless him, he's still alive. Get Albert Brooks in here somewhere. <laughs> yes. For the love of God, Sonic, you gotta run fast. <laughs> Sonic, Sonic, we need Sonic. I need you to go long. <laughs> Sonic, come on, do it, do it just one time. Come on, Sonic. <laughs> come, uh, Char, Charmy the Bee. I, I can't believe what you're doing. <laughs> Charmy the Bee, you're embarrassing me. You don't know what the nest egg is, Charmy the Bee. You gotta leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I can't deal with you today, okay? I my I was talking to my analyst. I was talking to my analyst. I need more vitamin B, Charmy the B. <laughs> Do you have any vitamin B? Do you can't wait for the for the DLC uh, content for FPL, Sonic FPL, Heroes. FPL, please, you need to be more transparent. I can't wait for the DLC content for Sonic Heroes where you can unlock the team of Charles Grodin, Albert Brooks, and Madeline Kahn. <laughs> <laughs> Madeline Kahn as Rouge the Bat. Madeline Kahn oh. as Rouge. Oh, hey there, boy. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I am <laughs> Just, there's Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails. There's uh, Rogue, there's Shadow. There's, but then there's this three live action, like, they look like Sonic 06 models. <laughs> they look like Charles that one. When when Mortal when Mortal Kombat games were pictures of real people sort of like animated yes. together. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But they're in like bad cosplay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. If if we we all remember Sonic Heroes, there was a fast one, a strong one, and a flying one, which Madeline Kahn is the flight. Madeline Kahn is flight. Of course. Albert Charles Brooks is a strong one. Is strong and Albert, Albert Brooks is Brooks fast. Is power. Do you think he's power? Okay, and I agree. I think Charles Grodin is fast. 
I think Charles Grodin is yes. fast. Madeline yeah, Madeline. yeah, Charles Grodin's got the the forward momentum. Regardless, <laughs> though, uh, the video game Sonic Heroes, they didn't get the right, they didn't get the likeness rights for Charles Grodin's character. So it is his character, but it's not the same voice actor. You know what I mean? And he looks different. And look, right. when you're playing in the game, you're like, what? Well, okay, all right. What? That's weird. It's, it's one of those situations. They, yeah. they did get James Marsden, but then you're like, oh, they didn't yes. get. Oh, this is. Weird. They got they got Albert Brooks. They got Madeline Kahn, but they couldn't get Charles Grodin for whatever reason. <laughs> it's not it's not the first Spider-Man video game where they got Tobey Maguire and Willem Dafoe and Bruce Campbell into the voice sessions. They have to get you know, sound-alike yeah. actors. Of course, because Bruce Campbell yeah. will show up. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Bruce yeah. Campbell, God love him. If you say, if you call, you leave a voicemail and you say, Bruce, I got a $75,000 check for you. Just be in this location. He'll be there. It doesn't matter. He'll be there. I love him. I yeah. love him. He works. Um, he works. And like, honestly, there's so many times throughout Raimi's filmography that like he was supposed to be like the main character and they wouldn't let him do it because Bruce mm-hmm. Campbell in their eyes was not a big enough uh, name or big enough A star. crime. A crime. Uh, a crime that time. like, we were deprived of Bruce Campbell as Darkman. So uh, uh, Bruce Campbell did sound recording for that movie and did like mm-hmm. additional dialogue replacement for for Darkman. You know, like we were we were deprived every single, but he does get his cameo at the end of Darkman and the audience like fucking pops. They're fucking like those clips of people watching like Andrew Garfield Spider-Man come through the portal. People are doing flips <laughs> in the aisles because Bruce Campbell shows up in the last second of Darkman. Um, <laughs> absolutely fucking rules uh what were we talking what happened in this film? uh we were being introduced to the master emerald and uh, uh yeah. how everyone commits gem- genocide over it we go get it and then oh oh eggman gets the master emerald yeah he gets unlimited power and, he, and the and the master emerald swap. is just a um it's a Kinder Surprise egg with all the Chaos Emeralds inside With the inside seven of Chaos it. Emeralds, yes. exactly. Yes. Um, Justin, is this lore accurate? Do the seven Emeralds become one Emerald? I thought there were seven Emeralds. I thought that was the whole thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, you're talking... Like, well... I think that's how it was in the comics at one point, which oh. which means nothing. Which means less than nothing. Because um, <laughs> it also just used to be a shitload of Chaos Emeralds before there was just seven. Just well, seven. The, okay. The whole thing is uh, fucky because we're intentionally leaning into Sonic and Knuckles territory. And uh, Sonic and Knuckles um, is the it's it's a, the weirdest looking video game cartridge you've ever seen because it's big and bulky and it has a hinge on the top. And you can plug Sonic uh, 3 into it so you can play the true version of the game Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Mm. And Sonic 3 and Knuckles has the only time this has ever appeared in the Sonic franchise to the point where I think it's considered like non-canon. Um, you can oh. play through Sonic 3 and collect all say, seven Chaos Emeralds, but also all seven Chaos Emeralds are in Sonic and Knuckles, oh making so there's 14 uh, Emeralds to collect, and that's where you unlock Hyper Sonic. Um, and so like adding Knuckles into this messes up the lore because maybe we do have seven more chaos emeralds maybe we don't uh so it, it's that's a they're just sonic like, three problem baby so that's or, like yeah, a, yeah maybe just, they're just making it up for the movie because they're assuming nobody has who's seeing this has ever heard of chaos emerald 
Colts. And you know what? Good assumption, honestly. I think I think that was a good call on their part. I don't think they made a ton of great decisions in in Sonic the Hedgehog 2. That was one of them. I think they they made a good call there. There's too much shit going on in this movie to introduce seven of these things. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, And you know what? If it had been a globe-trotting adventure where it's like a race, you know, between the two parties, and it was like... uh, yeah. Perfect. They get it's like a rat race, but with Sonic. Okay, now hold on. It's a mad, 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 mad world. Because we have Sid Caesar. We have it's a mad, 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 mad Hulk. It's a mad, mad. Yes, and it's Sonic. We get Sid Caesar. We get Peter Falk. Yes. You know, no, we've got Mickey Rooney as Tails. Yeah. What, Sonic? Now you're saying you're telling me that you lost your frog. Now weren't you supposed to be taking care of that frog? Oh, man, I want Peter Falk to talk to Big the Cat. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so bad. Uh, perfect. So anyway. can you remind me again which of, which of you is cream and which one is cheese? Yeah, I'm sorry. Can you? I'm sorry. My my wife, she loves the both of you, but I can never keep you straight. What do you? Which one of you is cream and which one of you is cheese? So you're an egg and a man? That's confusing to me. I don't understand Just that. Just I one, can't keep I'm it sorry. all together. Just one more thing. Perfect. Uh, great. Yeah, and then Eggman just does like a palette swap. This is all really yeah. underwhelming. He does a oh, palette yeah. swap and he Rob, builds a big Robotnik robot. Gets the gets the the emerald, and it's one of those things where like whoever's touching it, their thoughts, no matter how good or bad they are, come true. And so mm-hmm. like Robotnik gets a uh, he gets a palette swap where he's black and green. Uh, th- he gets a big robot, and there's a few times where like. I think the voice of the robot is the voice of the actual Robotnik in the video games. But whenever Jim Carrey's oh. in the robot, it's Jim. I think, it, I don't know. They okay. do that, like, they do that filter on his voice to, to make him sound like this. Like, they, mm. they pitch shift it. Did and... you guys love the sequence in this movie where there's a giant robot running around just yelling, coming, 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 coming? <laughs> I never oh, thought very it. good. Uh, that's, oh, uh, that's uh, what I did. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was the first thing that I thought of. I was like, there's just, it's just a Sonic movie. And there's a big robot yelling, come, 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 come. Thematically accurate for a Sonic thing to have a weird sexual joke in there They're unintentionally. Weird sexual joke yeah. in there. Absolutely. Yeah, so they, uh, I guess we're at the big robot fight for like, as this movie's over two hours long, but there's nothing happens. Nothing too much. No, there's nothing to say about the robot fight. <laughs> it's just like it's a robot fight. Sonic does his final smash. Uh, Knuckles becomes Drax. It's not like a clever robot. Like they they barely do the thing where like Sonic runs up the robot real fast. Like barely. they it's it's every giant robot mm-hmm. fight you've ever seen in a movie ever. But like um, and the bad. worst. If, if you've watched it, a right? Sonic the Hedgehog like intro animatic, you've seen a better version of this. Yeah. You've seen a yeah. better version, a more like a better animate, like more lively, more interesting. Like if you fucking the game is horseshit, but like watch the beginning of Sonic Unleashed, and you'll get like the oh, best yeah. Sonic action you've ever seen in your mm. entire. As he assaults like a space station, you know, like again, game bad opening cinematic the best piece of Sonic media. <laughs> like, it's unbelievable. Um, fights a big robot. It's just like, it's a boring action fight. It's like the fight at the end of Zack Snyder, the Justice League movie, where, yeah. like, they just need to get their ass kicked so that the real power can show up. You know, it's like, it's mm-hmm. like a bad shonen anime fight where, like, 
the hero keeps losing until his secret power becomes unlocked. And then, like, he just lays waste and it doesn't even matter. And, and uh, Robotnik says there were good people on both sides. To follow up, it's a sequel to the Hillary's emails joke from the first movie. This was the oh, there are good people yeah. on both sides I forgot joke. they did that. Uh, they also called back the Olive Garden joke as a beloved running bit of the franchise. I don't know if y'all mm. caught that. Um, but they were like, the Olive Garden man? And he's like, I gotta cancel my show. No, it's me, a Leslie Nielsen type. Yes, I had, I had forgotten about that guy completely. and Everyone I did, did not know who he is. When they said the Olive Garden guy, I said, what the fuck are you <laughs> talking about, Sonic? And Kevin's I said, like, Kevin's doing like mental, real. does Olive Garden have like a Dave Thomas guy who's in their commercials? Who like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, is this, is this like the Colonel Sanders of Olive Garden? Of Olive Garden. And who like, is the Colonel but, Sanders of but, of Olive Garden. But I have He is a racist yeah. caricature, right? Of course, of course. Oh, yes, yes, yes. He's, he's a he's a fucking classic Italian chef. He's like, oh, come to the Olive Garden. He's always, like, kissing his fingers. Says, so like, that's a spicy family. You he know, looks exactly like Peter Clemenza, but he's just... But he talks like Mario. Yeah. <laughs> he's fucking... Yeah, the Olive Garden guy is like, all right, now you might have to cook for 20 someday, so let me show you how to do this. All right, you gotta dump your, your sausages in there, you gotta get your tomatoes, you gotta get your... Tomatoes, tomato paste. Tomato paste. Tomato paste. All right, you spoil uh, it. Sorry, sorry, everyone. It was a good. Vern, Vern and I were on mic. A Godfather reference was inevitable, and I'm surprised it took us this long. Yes. Um. They said Olive Garden. Yeah, absolutely. Uh. Yeah. Uh. The there's a robot fight and uh gun is there. The Olive Garden guy. Uh. We 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 forgot that like Sonic was in Siberia and he had to get out of Siberia to get away from an avalanche. Uh. Turns out. James Marsden had the ring to transport, uh, and they were putting the ring to transport on the bride's finger. Uh, and that's what causes the wedding thing. Sonic and the avalanche comes in, and that's when they find out, like, the entire wedding party is from Gunn. Mm -hmm. uh, and, like, Gunn has been, like, doing this whole operation to get close to Sonic. Uh, and, and then Which the was, giant robot This was the best way to do it. This was yeah, the yeah. path of yes. least resistance to get close to Sonic. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, gun was already here. Great. Excellent. Yes, we don't need a post-credit scene where they found gun. You know, like yes. we don't we don't God help us, we don't need it. Because this post-credit scene is for much better things. Much uh, more important things. Um but yeah, there's a robot I can't remember like I mean, I guess Sonic turns like the Super Sonic and that's Yeah, he does his is final that what smash. Yeah, like, he does his final smash. And he beats up the robot, good people on both sides. And he says, like, we're not BFFs anymore, whatever. It's yeah, and Jim Eggman just leaves. Yeah, he just, le he doesn't get, like, arrested. He's just gone. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's not even, like, oh, he's marooned somewhere else. Or he's starting a new plan or no. plot. He just goes away. He goes this, back yeah, to the movie. Yeah, this movie does, like, this movie does fizzle out. It really just yeah. kind of. We, like, barely mentioned it, but, Vern, you're, you're, right when they did the james brown bit and he says like papa's got a brand new stash and he twirls around and like a public domain sound approximation yeah, no, no, no it's at no, he, no they just brown play a track by kevin mcleod yeah so <laughs> jeff Fowler uh, went on incompetech and he, he, he did the tags <laughs> like 
Jazzy Jeff Fowler himself dropped that in. Up um, the, into the editing timeline. Jeff Fowler was like, get away from the Adobe Premiere! And he fucking... Yeah, uh, so I, I... Kevin and Justin know this. Maybe not everyone does. But, like, the original theatrical cut of Wayne's World has a scene where Wayne starts playing Stairway to Heaven on a guitar. And so, at a guitar center or something. Someone it's points a to a sign... Yes, and someone points to a sign that says, No Stairway to Heaven. And Wayne looks into the camera and goes, Oh, denied. No Turns stairway. out they didn't have the rights to Stairway to Heaven, but they're already at picture lock. So they just replace Stairway to Heaven with something that, like, just generic rock track. It's just sounds. Uh, it's a weird it's a element to the joke. And so, it's just the, like, and so the joke doesn't make sense in Wayne's world. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 does the exact same thing where Robotnik says, Doc, uh, baby's got brand uh, got a brand new stash. He, uh, whatever the line is, instead of brand new bag, it's the James Brown song. And there's a piece of music that exists precisely as long as the da 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 But they didn't have the rights to that, so they just put something else so the joke doesn't make sense. It's like, oh, oh okay, like... Whenever the well, DVD well, no, of Sonic no, the Hedgehog like comes eggs. out, you someone's going to make that before right. they go bad. Yes, yes of course. And like, like uh, Jim Carrey's, like, God, he did not have a scripted line of dialogue in this movie either. Because he, it, like, you know that, like, the scene where he's like, Knuckles, you're straight tripping, G, is, like, not in this. And, like, that was tired 100 years ago. I, like, I, I, like, like. Like, Jim Carrey did, like, bad 90s, like, I ain't no trippin' fool, Knuckles, and I killed myself in the theater. <laughs> I blew my brains out on the screen. Yeah, I, there's, I, a few, there's a few times in the movie, too, where, like, it had to have been some producer had a PA approach Jim Carrey with a cell phone and show him footage of, like, kids floss dancing. They're like, can you do a joke about that in the movie? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a Which, lot of... Jim Carrey doing jokes about improvised jokes about things he knows nothing about. Sonic and did this. the funny floss dance in the first movie. The You're funny right, floss yeah. dance is a callback. The funny You're floss right. the Fortnite the funny Fortnite floss dance is now like an integral part of this franchise. Mm -hmm. It's, it's gonna like, be in the third one. It's like in Anchorman 2 when they do another <laughs> newsman fight. It's like it's now integral to the plot. It's now like that is what you think of when you think so, of So so keeping with the trajectory that we're on, Knuckles is going to floss dance the next one, right? It's going to end with everyone funny floss dancing. Yeah. It's going to be Yeah, no, they're all going to do it in sequence. Like when, they're all going to do it at once. When is, every movie uh, used to end with like a dance party, you know what I'm talking about? Like when, you know, Rat Race ends and it's All Star by Smash Mouth, the, the second Rat Race reference on this podcast, like that's going to be Sonic and it's going to be everyone doing the funny floss dance. It's going to be their uh their splinter saying go ninja go ninja go mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> i made another funny i made another funny uh which is uh it's that's how splinter talks so don't i'm sorry i'm not racist that's that's the line that's how splinter talks so he says do you um, think tony shalhoub did a better one in those movies i don't think so i don't <laughs> think he did i don't think so yeah uh yeah this movie just kind of like 
they put a cross dissolve over the last three scenes of the movie. They just try to wrap it up as fast as they can. <laughs> it fizzles <laughs> out so fast. I can't remember. Like, I know they fight the robot. I know there's like all of a sudden they're playing baseball and they're a happy family. A Sonic yeah. Knuckles. And Knuckles uh, is like, this and... is the base of ball. I sh- yes, I will win the team fight. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Um, it's fine. Why write a new joke? Why write a yeah. new joke? You have perfectly good ones. Like we have we, perfectly yeah, good it's, jokes at home. That's what I mean. It's this joke. All half of these jokes are written by a not by the one hundred year old man. <laughs> yeah, from the year for the two thousand year old man from the year two thousand. Yeah. Um, yeah, it 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 feels like. You know how in we spent a lot of the first one of these talking about how like the Sonic script felt like a '90s Sonic script that they just had lying around. Is I, this honestly, the 2000s? I, no, I feel like they also wrote this in the 90s. I feel like they wrote both of these movies in 1993, <laughs> and they found both scripts. This it's one, like, no. This one feels feels like a million times more Sonic-y than the first one does. Like Agreed. There's, I agree. Tails flies a biplane and Sonic, a red biplane, and Sonic is on it. Yeah. Uh, they got the actual voice actor the from, from of Tails to play portray cool. Tails. I do like that they did that. Even though um, Tails has like nothing funny or interesting to do in the yeah. entire movie. But it's like, like I'm glad they didn't get Ariana Grande. Yeah. Um as I said yeah. earlier, there's like uh Ro- Robotnik doesn't know how to control the giant robot and they pull out the instruction manual and it looks like a Sega Genesis manual, like <sighs> You can pl- you can hear the Green Hill theme in them. It's a it's James Marsden's ringtone, but you can still okay. hear it. In the context mm. of this film, what is that music from? I think that's in the context of this movie. This is that's like that's lighthouse. That's way. Mu- that's music. like phone music. Yeah, <laughs> that's phone music. <laughs> lighthouse. Another. It's just a deep cut in Competech joke. Um, it like yeah, it it's it's just elevator music in this universe. I think, I think it's the the stock like iphone chime in this uh, universe that's what that's what i read it as it doesn't i mean it's just there sick to pop the fans but, i know yeah. but like i just i hate a naked reference that you're like okay but uh, so like the coffee shop being called the mean bean i'm like yeah a coffee shop could be called the mean bean but when yeah. you just play the sonic music in the movie just play it over an action sequence or something play that you know as I mean? a score yeah as Do a an score orchestra. yeah yeah Exactly. It doesn't do an need orchestrated to be like, version of that. It doesn't need to be a whole thing. You know, like need you to be diegetic. Yeah. It like exactly. You can just do it as the score. It's cute. It's fun, and people who don't get it won't care. Um, it's like it's like in Sam Raimi's Spider Man Two when that lady <laughs> on the street is writing the Spider Man theme, and you're like, all right, see, you're like working it. It's like cute, but it also kind of like works, and it feels very New York. You know, it's got levels. It's got layers. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's fine. Uh, so it's not a good film, but again, two stars as opposed to one and a half. So onward and upward folks for Sonic three, which we'll probably talk about. It feels uphill from here. The, the pros and the, the pros and the cons of this movie is that it feels like a Sonic movie. Um, and it's true. And, uh, I don't know. It's not necessarily a good thing. Well, I no. just can I say I, I've been I've been thinking about this for a while. Say it. Um, 
I, I gotta I gotta set this up. Uh, when I was a uh, a single person, when I was not uh, committed to anyone, when I did not have a ring around my finger, uh, I was once at a party, uh, oh. and there was a girl there named Megan, right? And okay, Megan like and I had like exchanged some glances <laughs> and had <laughs> some right. like some like patter and like. You dog. Uh, it, it seemed you as though there was, you know, like <laughs> there. It seemed as though there was a mutual interest in between both okay, of us. Okay. Uh, it was an exciting time for a young single Vern. And what happened is it came like late in the night, where like it wouldn't be rude if Megan and I had a conversation that was just between us. Oh. And I start approaching Megan, and then what happens? Jeff approaches. No. Jeff intercepts. And Jeff cannot read the situation at all. Jeff starts having a long conversation with me that I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, about, like, the price of silver. Uh, <laughs> and it's just like, I don't give a fuck about silver I want to go talk to Megan about whatever Megan wants to talk to about. And can I say, Sonic the Hedgehog is a cultural Jeff. Uh, as far as video <laughs> games, as far as movies, as far as media goes, like, I, Kevin and myself both saw everything everywhere all at once, twice in the same week. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about Sonic. Like, <laughs> Justin, know. Kevin, myself have had like a lifetime's worth of living in the last like three months. And we're talking about Sonic. Whenever like a new interesting video game comes out, we don't talk about it. We talk about Sonic Forces. (laughs) I hate like, I hate Sonic because like he is cultural small talk. And he's constantly (laughs) just like, I hate it. I hate like... There's oh. so much like that. Like Burn, you're starting to sound like Dr. Eggman. I it just like there's two. I I love my friends Kevin and Justin, and I love talking <laughs> with them. But just like we've been spending two and a half hour, like two hours, three minutes talking about Sonic, like, and there, we could have conversations that like would be meaningful. We could have conversations <laughs> that could like repair rifts in our friendships that we have. We're talking about fucking Sonic. This is Jeff talking about silver. And I, that's why, like, that's why I hate Sonic. It's gone beyond just like frustration that he's not a fast hedgehog, and that he can't be allowed to be a frustra- fast hedgehog. It's frustration that like he takes up so much bandwidth. It requires so much <laughs> bandwidth to feel to fuel how fast he is. I, I, it's just a frustrating. <laughs> like that's how I feel about Sonic. I, I hate Sonic because he's just like. There's Megan. There's conversations with Megan to be had, and we're talking to fucking Jeff. God. <laughs> and that Jeff, Jeff Fowler, director of Sonic Jeff One Fowler. and Two. Oh my two. god, I didn't even think of that. Oh my Jeff god. Fowler. Jeff, Jeff Fowler was at that party. <laughs> He's talking about the price of silver. The Hedgehog. <laughs> price of silver. Oh, so yes, there's going to be a third one. They introduce Shadow the Hedgehog in a mid mid credits thing. Uh, of course, because of course they do. Yeah, because uh, of because that's what movies are now. They're just yeah. end with telling you what the next movie is gonna be. Yeah, sequel bait. Um, sequel bait the movie. Sequel bait the movie. 
which we as a culture used to hate, and now it seems to be the only thing anyone cares about. Honestly. It's the only be way movies are allowed to exist anymore. Is if they are setting up other movies. Um, whatever. This movie made a ton of money. They're obviously going to make at least one more. They're probably going to make as many as uh, they possibly can. Um, and you know Run what? Run it I'll... to the ground. Run it to the to ground. The... I'll... <laughs> Till the wheels fall off that wagon. Damn it. Woo! <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say this. I'm glad James Marsden, you know, getting that check. Uh, I am so happy he got a vacation. Uh, yeah, he got to. It looked like he was actually like in Hawaii at the Four Seasons. Hawaii. Absolutely, yeah. so it yeah. looked it looked like a nice resort that they stayed at. Well, uh, like no, nice... it has to be the real deal because it's the Four Seasons Oahu. Yeah, because it's it's product placement. It looked like you know it's like Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Now that is a very funny movie. I love that movie, but also it was like, well, it seems nice. You all got to like <laughs> go to the beach for a little while. You know, this is. I think what happened is James Marsden heard our our first Sonic the Hedge pod about the first movie. Kevin said during that, I, the thing I remember most vividly is Kevin saying James Marsden needs to fire his agent. <laughs> James Marsden made an angry phone call. He's like, oh my God, these guys are right to his agent. And James Marsden's agent was like, I can get you a Hawaiian vacation. Don't let go of me just yet. Ah, and that's what this was. I'll make you a Hawaiian uh, vacation. You you won't be uh, driving around with a hog this time. You'll get to hang out with human beings. You know, <laughs> like, it's like he really, that agent, like, fucking fought for his life, dog. Absolutely. That's, uh, I'm happy that James Marsden got a vacation. I hope and I pray that, like, he could start being in good movies again. That he could start trying again. I he know. and Eldris Elba needed just, like, What's the cinematic equivalent of going out and breaking light bulbs behind, like, your workplace because you're just fed up? Like, fed they up. need to do that movie, you know? Just, like, this is for us. Fuck them. We're off the, we're on the clock. We don't care. A buddy <laughs> road movie with those two as, like, two of the most handsome men on planet Earth just, like, yeah. going, on a, going on a buddy trip, you know? Like, sounds great. Crush sounds, like, sounds like a great film to me. They hit Ben Schwartz with a car. Yes. And it's I a cop like, car. Yeah, it's a cop car. Kill Ben Schwartz. I like Ben Schwartz. I'm not, I don't know why I keep talking about getting murdered by <laughs> We must eradicate the Schwartz. I like Ben Schwartz. He's terrible in these movies. I'm, I'm, I, I've decided yeah. he's not, he delivers every line exactly the same way. He's bad. Yeah. I like him. I, uh, he's I bad. like Ben Schwartz. I, I worry, uh, he's, he, he keeps, he's got bad company. His friends are real problematic. Uh, Horatio yeah. Sands and uh, Silicon Valley. Yeah, uh, Middle Ditch. So it makes me wonder, like, I'm a little tepid in my response to Ben Schwartz. If you asked me a year ago, I'm like, yeah, I love Ben Schwartz. Now I'm like, yeah, he's he's good. He's he's, he's a safe one, right? He's uh, he's on thin ice. Better watch himself. Uh, but yeah, he's he sucks in this movie. He delivers every line the exact same way. I do feel like maybe he got to play around in the ADR booth and improvise a little bit. Um, oh, sure. which was nice, uh, but yeah, it's... And then he gets handed a line like, whoa, this is like Vin Diesel and The Rock, which like, mm -hmm. not even, not even Dominic Toretto and Lucas Hobbs, Vin Diesel and The Rock. <laughs> Sonic is like up on the goss. He doesn't watch the Fast and Furious movies. He just cares about the gossip rag. Yeah. I guess it's just like people are dumb and like, you gotta you gotta cut out the noise as much as you can, and the audience is like, if you say, 
Dominic Barreto and the other guy, like the audience has to think what? for one second. Huh? And so yeah, I got to make it the dumb version of it. It's yeah, they don't have time to think. Yes, exactly. In this movie that's fucking – the Sonic the Hedgehog movie that's over two hours long. We have no time to think. Or two got hours to, long. Listen, I'm – Vern, Vern, I'm sorry you had to do this again. Um, it's fine. It's fine. I like my friends. I <laughs> love – exactly. I do this because I really – because the three of us talking about Sonic the Hedgehog is going to lead us to talking about Charles Grodin <laughs> – Albert Brooke, you know, Good like point. it will lead us down these paths that we would not otherwise go. We all uh, are, are hate the hog in various <laughs> forms, and uh, but we're always we always ride high on the hog. You know, we're mm-hmm. high on the hog, and we 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 have fun together. And you know, if if all it costs me is two hours at the multiplex. I'm willing to make that sacrifice. Now, I do also like when we call each other to not talk about Sonic. Um, yeah. That is also nice for me, whether or not we turn it into that hashtag content. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is always nice for me. I enjoy it. Uh, it brings me love. <laughs> I love doing this. Um, but yeah, you know, let's. Uh, hopefully next one we cover is better. Uh, we're kind of committed to Barbie at this point. We also threw around that, like, American Masters thing last year that we didn't end up doing. And, like, listen, we'll make movies for babies episodes when we fucking feel like yeah. it. Okay? Uh, no? It's uh, it's impossible to schedule these. Yeah, it's, it's impo- so they're so hard different. to schedule. And, like, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's like sex. I'll get you there eventually, okay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just relax. Just yes. call, cool it. It's not a race. I'm it's not in, Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't gotta go fast. <laughs> it's absolutely impossible to schedule these things, but uh, it's a thing where it's just like, uh, you know, like eventually we'll all get in the mood and uh, it will be like, it's, the sex happens and it's the sex to make up for all the times that we couldn't. And hopefully like to leave some room, you know, for for the next one. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. It's just, just we'll get you there and hopefully this will cover all those times we said not tonight and hopefully this will cover the next couple times we say not tonight exactly uh it'll be worth your while whenever it comes um Uh, i'm sorry i'm just so tired watching and reading sonic that like i can't i just i can't can't. get it up you know i'm sorry i just i'm i'm so tired from work um yeah that i just can't I just can't talk about Sonic the Hedgehog right now. Well, and like too, just like Sonic in this point in my life, just like 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 Jeff, like he feels like you know, like extended family members. You know, we yeah. only see him, we only see him for the you know he's got a weddings out. and funerals, weddings and funerals, exactly. Mm-hmm. And they're like, how have you been? And like you know, you know they don't care. You know, Sonic doesn't give a fuck how we're doing. You know, the instant this conversation ends. We've forgotten everything that Sonic's been up to. Sonic, Sonic's forgotten everything yeah. that we've been up to. Sonic's just... going to give you a hard time about living in a coastal city. And be like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, land. Precisely. And land of uh... fruits and nuts. I don't know how you deal with that shit out there. You know, like, Ru- Giuliani was the best mayor you guys ever had. Uh, yeah, and it's just, that's, uh, so it's, it's. It, I, I have this every year with my wife. Whenever it's like Thanksgiving time, I'm just like, 
Yes, I'll I'll go with you. I'll go with you to do I have can I hang out in the basement while everyone else is eating Thanksgiving dinner? Can I sneak out early and go hang out with the forest? Can I... Please. Can I go make That's... a short film with Forest, please? Yeah. <laughs> That's what doing these Sonic things is. I was like, I don't want to talk about this movie. I don't want to see this movie, but I'll get to talk with my friends and I'm going to make some art. Woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> photo. Yeah, it's, it's Sonic. It's so it's just it takes a that's part it's of why nightmare. scheduling these was a nightmare because it's like, <laughs> oh, we got to go hang out with Sonic. Uh, God, oh, God, to... Sonic's home. Oh, yeah. God, Sonic's home. Oh, Sonic's cars in the driveway. Fuck. I wanted to have like a peaceful evening. God damn. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I'd be able to just run in and drop this off. And now it's going to have to, you know, I'm gonna have a have whole conversation with him. Fucking thing. Sonic, um, the goddamn hedgehog, son of a bitch. <laughs> sorry, you couldn't make it to uh, our Super Bowl party. I, I'm sorry, Sonic. I I had a thing. You he know? leaves oh, the really fucking he leaves the fucking TV on Fox News. He's not even in the room. But if you shut it off, if you shut it, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> oh, I hate this. Oh my god. <laughs> And like, oh, like I want to go. The Sonic franchise needs to hang out with Master Splinter. <laughs> I want to go into the other room where like the like the the finger foods are, but like Tails is in there. I know Tails is going to talk to me for an hour and a half, but I'm hungry. Oh my god! <laughs> I am against critical race theory. Oh no! God bless <laughs> fucking hell! Oh. <laughs> I that was a callback to a previous episode. I can't remember which one. Go listen to it. Oh, yes. It was uh, Master Spl- Yes, I forgot. Problematic Master Splinter. Conservative uh, Splinter. <laughs> I forgot about conservative. Because didn't we make a joke like conservative Splinter Cell or something? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, it, no. I think it was um, Splinter grew up in Giuliani's New York. Mm. <laughs> he really cleaned up the streets. It's not the porn theaters it used to be. <laughs> My splinter is Triumph the Insult Contact. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great city for me to poop on. For me to poop on. Do we have any closing thoughts? Is that it? Uh, I don't know. How many emeralds would we rank this? Oh, yeah, emeralds. How many? It's a seven emerald system, right? Oh, yes. thank you for reminding me. Yeah. Yeah, um, two, two out of seven. And I think we rate, we score them both as a standalone work and as a Sonic adaptation. As a Sonic adaptation, this might honestly get up to three or four Chaos Emeralds, you know? It's like, mm. it's, it's, it just. It's not willing to go to batshit crazy like the best Sonic media where it's just incomprehensible nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, as a film that I watched with my eyes, I don't know, two out of seven Chaos Emeralds. Like, I, I've seen wor- I've seen worse movies this year, so this was better than the 355. Sonic was better <laughs> than Moonfall. So, like, take that for what it's worth. If there was some, like bizarre like if i had to like if there was some like bizarre endurance test i had to go through and just like burn you have to spend two and a half hours with sonic media like this would be easy mode i'd be like i would would choose this over like playing a game for two and a half hours or watching the other one or whatever it might be yeah as a standalone film i don't know i was thinking about the other day i think 
whether it be Sonic or whether it be movies for babies, I think like one of the worst things we've ever seen, I think maybe the worst thing we ever saw was like Artemis Fowl. Because mm-hmm. uh, like, yeah, I, that because that was every not once, a movie. That every once not... in a while, like, don't get me wrong. I fucking hated Dinotopia. <laughs> but every once in a while, like, I think about it. Like, Artemis Fell doesn't even resonate anymore. Um, yeah, and so, like, true. this is nowhere near any of those things. Um, oh. I don't know. Just, like, as a Sonic thing, it's, a, it's like the high route to clear a level. <laughs> as a yeah. movie, it's just, like, pure middle. Just middle of the middle of the road, I think. For sure. Mm-hmm. It's sure. it's nowhere near like the low lows of like the basement that is Artemis Fell. It's nowhere near like no. <laughs> the crawl space that is Dinotopia. <laughs> it's certainly like not at all like the attic, the cool attic that is uh, the Muppet movie. Yeah, uh, for sure, for sure. No, it's not, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a little bit better than uh, it's, again like if this came on FX at the next Sonic Thanksgiving dinner, like, I'd be like, that's fine. I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> Just, like, something to distract us. Put something on. I don't yeah. care. Like, it's, it's something to to fill the silence. If football was rained out, it's like, yeah, I'll watch yeah. Sonic. I probably wouldn't hate it as much, because, like, I went into this as, like, fortified like i was hold i was bracing myself against this movie uh i my guard would be let down if i were to watch it again and i'd probably enjoy it more uh but uh, it wouldn't be it still wouldn't be a good movie no for sure I, 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 I went to the movies three times this week and this is not as good as the lost city which was uh charming and fun and it was nowhere near as good as rrr uh, which is a uh, transcendent uh, dude's rock piece of <laughs> Bollywood cinema. Um, so Sonic, but better than Morbius. That's my review. This is a better film than Morbius starring Jared Leto, which I have unfortunately also seen. And I didn't even get to make content out of it. I just had to, I saw it. Yeah. You just I suffered know. through it. I just suffered. I, I, that was a bitter fucking pill to swallow. That was a jagged little pill. Oh my god! Great. Uh, I don't know any plugums to sneak in as we uh, gotta go fast out of this episode. You uh, you know uh, if uh, if you guys if you... like talking, if you like hearing my thoughts on movies, uh, check out my Letterboxd. I'm Varnio yeah. on Letterboxd. Yeah, I do. I do like hearing it. Oh, thank you. Uh, and I like. Uh, I'm, I'm st- I, I like writing about movies on Letterbox every once in a while. I'm getting and now now that now that I have time to enjoy movies, uh, I've been enjoying that. So yeah, just check me out on Letterbox at Varnio. Yeah. Uh, Justin, uh, you can catch me on uh, OK Stupid, the uh, game show podcast. Uh, that's O K A Y Stupid. Um, and then uh, I don't know what am I gonna plug? Uh, Panko Crumbs. The the those are Ooh, nice. Yeah. Hey. They're great. It's hard to unplug now that Puffin's over. <laughs> it's, it's still like, there. Oh, you know, you can be like, there. hey, it's done. You can go listen to that. Mm. Um, it's all wrapped up. Start at the beginning, though. If you try to start at the end, it won't make there will be uh, a, any sense. There will be a, a bonus materials for the last episode that will have been out by now. Uh, uh, well, we'll see, because I have a lot we'll of see. editing to do, including this very episode that we are recording right now. Good point, and, good point. And it's more timely. I can release the, I kind of want to let the Puffin thing sit for a little bit, but those bonus materials, they'll be out, let's say May, sometime in May. You know? Some point. Some point. 
I'll get it done. It's kind of that lot. sounds right. Got a lot going on right now. Um, perfect. Yeah, on this very podcast feed, advanced media studies. Uh, we're gonna be reading them Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy books for most of the rest of this year. Buckle in, Ooh. enjoy. Listen to us talk about literature. Um, and then started up the new show, Crazy X Pod Friends, uh, where we're going back through Crazy X Girl Friend, uh, the television series, and that's been a lot of fun. We got some good guests coming up. Uh, so it's going to be a good time. I am your good time girl. Uh, movies for Babies will return <laughs> eventually. We'll be talking about a movie that's better than this. Whatever it is, it'll be better than this. Because we we do good movies on this show now. Except for mm-hmm. Sonic. We do good movies and Sonic. And that's what we do here. This is who we are. Will we be talking about Tintin? Will it be Hugo? I don't know. Mm. Will it be The Outsiders? Francis Ford Coppola? I don't know. Will it be Popeye? You tell me. Because you'll be in the future one day and you'll know. Will it be Caveman starring Ringo Starr? <laughs> Could be. That sounds fun. <laughs> I'd watch know. that. I'd watch that. Uh, will it be one of uh, Marty Feldman's two directorial efforts? Could be. Maybe. You Ooh, never know. You never know. Uh, you never know. Uh, so, great. Uh, until then, uh, chili dogs don't work like that. Don't freehand a chili dog. That's a Sucking knife and chili fork. Dogs. Sucking on chili dogs. That's a knife and fork. Food. No, you can't. No, no. Just, just double it. fist the chili dogs. You know, Edward's chili dog hands, one in each. <laughs> Hot dog fingers. Everything, everywhere, all at once. In theaters. Oh. Yeah, go watch that. It's probably not in theaters now. Uh, it might be on digital. It might, it's expanding. This this weekend, this time we are recording, it's expanding theaters. It's doubling the number of theaters it's in. So Which, maybe is great it it took like it was out in the world for a week before i got it here in utah yeah uh in the week the first week it was here in utah i saw it twice uh go see that because that is a an important movie and a powerful movie it was made in less time than sonic the hedgehog 2 has more to say about the time between sonic the hedgehog 1 and sonic the hedgehog 2 than this movie does absolutely uh it's a special special little movie special little film and now the podcast is over bye-bye this has been a talk back podcast